are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Wait, what's happened? This doesn't look like last week. That's right! We're following government guidelines and the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast is sadly brought to you just like WrestleMania 2 from three separate arenas Yay. across the country. Yay! Ross Yay. hailing from the pink room. In Cultaholic HQ. The conjunctivitis room. The conjunctivitis room, yes. It'll give you plenty of things, but COVID isn't one of them. <laughs> Jack, in the room formerly known as the recording studio, now known as the juggling office. I the believe. juggling room. Juggling room. I do apologize. I'd hate to get that name incorrect. Tom juggled in it once, so that's it's just a sort of whimsy that we have over here. We, <laughs> we called it the juggling room, haven't we? More specifically, uh-huh. Jack is in the FIFA lounge inside the juggling room. <laughs> Christened last week at the fantastic Cultaholic Christmas party, which went off like a firework on bonfire night. Yeah, Bang. It, was actually, it was actually really, it was actually a really fun night. God, that was a week ago, wasn't it? It yeah, was. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Good, oh. good, good night. Good. It Very was good. considering the drama leading up to it. Oh man, it was fun. <laughs> We had a fun time. We knew you'd have fun. But then, you knew you'd have fun. But then, yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. Uh, and and to be fair, um, Lukey Blue Shoes, Luke from Cultaholic, one of our very talented editors, decided to take a sneaky photo of me and tweet it, where it looks like I'm having the worst time. But I wasn't. Yeah, I was just. I was just very drunk. So you know, context is everything. I feel like now I know what it's like to have been papped. Yeah. We had a great time in the arcade. There was a group of us sat on the couches inside this arcade, which had how many machines must it have had? Like 20, 30, something like that. Big, bloody, old uh, retro gaming machines. And we were sat there playing with our hands. 
We'll having, a game fives. Of, having a game of fives with our hands, all these machines. We showed them. <laughs> but no, I had to go on a couple of the machines. I had to go on the bike one and I had to go on I think it was I think they had turtles in time. I had to go I was at the Simpsons. I had to go on this they Olympics one. Right. This Olympics one and the, the aim of the game with the hundred meters, you just had to press a button like that. Again, 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 just one button. So much fun. It was fun. It was. It was a fun it was a fun party. <laughs> It was Not fun. It's that really was yeah. field. It actually, it actually was contrary to everything that I said. It was actually a really good night. So I'm glad. I'm glad in the end that I was wrong. I'm not going to reveal on the podcast how much was spent behind the bar, but I learned what it was this week. How I, much uh, Ross spent behind the bar? Oh, I, I forgot <laughs> that we were paying for the bar, so I was going <laughs> get the shots in for everybody. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the. the <laughs> The novelty of a free bar wears off when you realise that it's your company. <laughs> yeah, I realised that on Saturday morning when I was sat in my flat, hanging out my ass. But there we go. Everyone had a fun night. It was good. Well, we certainly did. And I'd like to thank the good people of Coop Chicken yes, for Mike. showing up with their booze-absorbing chicken. Was that it booze-absorbing? Because I learned a thing what? On, Monday morning, Fraser goes, do you remember sconning a chicken breast off Jack's head? I was like, no. No, I don't <laughs> know either. Apparently Me? I was just yeah. Apparently I was just sat there on the benches towards the end, like around the perimeter of the room, just hoying chicken at you off your head, and you were like, "Good, who's doing that?" And I kept like hiding away. Me, and you didn't see it, yeah. I don't remember this at all. Me Wait, were either. you sure it wasn't Jack Atkins? No, it was, first said it was you. He's making that up. I don't, I don't <laughs> remember. I don't remember this at all. But I remember parts later on in the night than I do from then. I like sort of leveled off. I kind of got less drunk, but. Somehow, but I hadn't eaten very much. It was it was messy. It was bad. Wow, you got papped and gaslit on the same night. <laughs> yeah. Also, would have you believe? But you know what? I was having such a lovely time. It wasn't until days later I realised how out of practice I am with actually going outside and socialising because of the hectic two years it's been. When I saw all the photos and stuff that people were showing online, like Andrew being all little with uh, the little <laughs> Watto from episode one. Uh, statues next to and all this everyone else having a shot like yourself and the only photo I took the entire night was of an arcade game that I hadn't heard of before no fair enough for the novel, not, for the, not Ross for, or Jack or all the no, lovely people I've posterity. had such a lovely time with just look at that arcade I've not heard of that uh, that's the one photo I took I think photos on nights out are overrated I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with it it's a very like teenager thing like oh look at me on that night out I was completely <laughs> drunk and you get a bit of oldie and like don't take them pictures. I'll have, <laughs> I'll have a family one day and they'll see that. That's true, but it, because of the last two years, some of the only things we've had are memories. So uh, it's like you post, it, you post on Facebook and you get reminded a few years from now, oh yeah, that thing did happen. Ah, oh. Like Mrs. Faversham and just a wedding dress. Uh, we were, we were. Didn't get that one. <laughs> There's the chemistry that we're renowned for. Yeah, say, great no, seeing you guys. Do you, mean, do you mean Havisham? Mrs. Havisham. Yeah. Great expectations. Yeah. We had great expectations for this podcast, and we have hit them right I thought, from the get go. I thought you said Favisham, so I just thought I didn't get it. John I'm great Fashion. with names. <laughs> her and uh, Bruno, the former WFG. Uh, so, Jack, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good today. I'm good. I'm all good. I mean, I've had a week to recover, so it's been it's been all right. Um, I love how little you look with the framing. Yeah, I know. I know what's going on. Hang on. But no, I'm That's good. Um, I'm a. Uh, I don't really have much to report. It's it's just winding down now, isn't it, to the Christmas break. How are you, Matthew? 
wonderful. As we started off this podcast, start recording, I went, oh no, you'll see the uh, the Twitch headphones that were paid for by Twitch people going, go on, get cat ears, you little freak. And I thought, oh God, I'm going to look really silly, forgetting that I'm, of course, wearing the bloody little jumper and have my wee fat dog with me. So, mm. yeah, hope to hope to keep this Ganon, this momentum. And how are you doing, Ross? I don't care about me, Matthew. Who's the Who's the dog on the wall with the shoes? I forget. I think the name's on the back. Hang on. It's not. It's not a dog. It's not a dog. Anonymous dog. It's a fish. Um, I'm all right, Matthew. I'm fine. It's just been a long, a long couple of weeks getting the content ready for the Christmas break. Twelve to sixteen hour days for two solid weeks now. Fantastic. I'm raring to go on this podcast this morning. That makes me sound really bitter. Oh, yeah. It does. Yes, that's what we like from you, Ross. <laughs> So, we'll start off the wrestling news now. We'll get the negative out of the way. The wrestling uh, news now? That, oh, WWE offered Kevin no, no, Owens I'm trying to seg- I'm trying to segue seven million into, pounds all right, we'll do every a silly single thing day. Thank you. I'll, I'll do a, a serious one, then we'll go on to the, the, the less... No, less serious one first. Then Kevin Owens has re-signed with WWE, booking the trend of uh, leaving the company and actually staying. And with a deal that's probably for two to three million dollars per year, uh, this obviously upset a lot of people and surprising. Going, wait, wait, you want to stay here? So, yeah, it's a family man, he's done yeah. his bumping, he's done bumping for three careers at this point. So, what do you think, Jack? Um, first and foremost, I think like whatever he wants to do and whatever's best for his family, then fair enough. I mean, it's a lot of money to turn down. Um, but I would I would have guessed that uh, he would have actually gone because I feel like AEW aren't going to offer Kevin Owens like uh, like loads and loads and loads less. But that's a higher amount than I thought WWE would be offering. Um, but I just thought because because his pals are there and stuff, and, and it's generally a more creative place that I think he would have really thrived in booking wise. I thought he would have gone, but I don't like. I'm not one of those people who's like angry at him for doing what's best for him. Like fair enough. Ross, I forgot we do this like this on this podcast. Now. I know it's so <laughs> it's been a while. And now we turn to the other person. Um, I think people who are upset about Kevin Owens getting two to three million dollars a year should get in the bin. I'm made up for the guy. He certainly earned it over the past few years. And there's just that little bit of your brain which goes, hopefully he's creatively satisfied as well, which obviously hasn't always been the case in WWE. It would have been fun to see him go elsewhere. Don't get me wrong, but as you said earlier, there, Matthew, he's done his bumping and his grinding and jiving and whatever else he's done way back in the day so let him get his money now take care of his family all the best to him i'm very happy for him yeah speaking of ko did you see him applying to i think someone just himself going if anyone asks me with those painful bump i've ever taken my know my top two it was him getting flipped off the apron by lashley on this monday night raw yeah that was his new most painful bump and then someone said what was the other one and i forgot about this freakish bump big old brawn just a choke slam, yeah. just on the ramp, like it's normal. This is when Braun Strowman wanted to murder Kevin Owens for no real good reason, pushing him over in a toilet and flipping his oh, car over. Toilet, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Flipping his car over. Eee, hey, that naughty Braun Strowman, eh? <laughs> Literal poo housery. <laughs> uh. Anyway, good for Kevin Owens. I can't wait to hear the uh, Seth Rollins shoot-style promos of, you're the reason, your big fat contract is the reason your friends aren't here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Gargano reveals lost WWE Attitude Era podcast with Adam Cole saying that they recorded a pilot for a podcast that they hosted they were going to host an Attitude Era podcast together it's going to be under the WWE banner 
Dakota Pilot, so a couple of guests, including Malcolm Bivens and Dakota Kai. And then it got uh, denied, then he left. I mean, can it, it's a really original idea, that, to watch actually hear a back podcast. <laughs> so well, I think we should try doing that. On one hand, it's very similar to what you and Tom do, but Gargano and Cole are so funny together that I'm quite sad that it never happened, really. But I don't know. But but when it's when it's a WWE documentary, oh sorry, when it's a WWE produced podcast talking about WWE, you're not going to get the full story. You're not going to get like the the downsides as much, are you? So maybe it wouldn't have been good. They're very entertaining guys, though. I would love to see those two commentate on the Attitude Era within kayfabe, which is what WWE podcasts are by and large. Like I, I listened to the first few episodes of Corey Graves' podcast, right? <laughs> And that was like treating kayfabe as if it was gospel, and I just had to turn it off. So listening to Johnny Gargano speak about the technical prowess of Kane in 1997 is something I would have liked to have heard. Mm. Couldn't give a Wait. toss about the backstage stuff. So as in Corey Graves is talking about talking about all of it as if it's all real things? Yeah. Oh. I mean, this was like literally the first two episodes, maybe, maybe three in a push, so maybe it's changed by now, I don't know. I think it's still going. Is it called After the Bell or something like that? Oh, yeah. Have I, have I, told, I must have told the story about when I interviewed... Christopher Daniels, probably. It, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, it was. Um, it, he mentioned it was just after the angle where he'd um, he Kazarian had pretended to join the Bullet Club, and then had, like it was he was just undercover, and he helped Daniels win the Ring of Honor title. And I asked him about that. I was like, how great must it have been to win the Ring of Honor title and stuff? And he was like, you know, me and my buddy Frankie Kazarian, we knew the Bullet Club were up to no good, but thankfully we overcame it in the end. And I was like, oh my Chris. <laughs> And that was when Kazarian was like a an effective hunter, I suppose. Yeah. Or more oh. of an undercover agent. He's more of a spy, I suppose. Like Kevin Owens, his spying days are done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it the, a story that Jimmy Snooker was doing a shoot interview, but he had no idea what that meant. And so he was like, oh, sorry to get started in the business. He's like, oh, in the, in the volcanoes, my family came <laughs> and I traveled. And they're like, no, no, this is real. He's like, I know, brother. <laughs> Jimmy Stucker there, off to a happy, happy start. Should we talk about Hannibal? Oh, God. Wait, get him in the bin, for goodness sake. What a tosser. There we go. <laughs> Moving on. MJF and Dax Harwood reportedly ejected imposter from AW Locker Room. Whether or not I put that storyline uh, deliberately after Hannibal is up to yourself. Uh-huh. Um, MJF and Dax Harwood reportedly had to eject a fan posing as an extra from the AW Locker Room last week's AW Dynamite. Uh, it's thought that the fan made his way into the locker room where the situation quickly unraveled. Uh, he sat in Dax Harwood's seat. Hey, up, Jack. I was informed as such. The individual apologised, noted he was an extra, and then moved on to another seat that actually belonged to the Blade. Other people in the locker room began questioning the individual as someone was, oh, sorry, something was clearly off. When asked who trained him, the imposter claimed it was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> it says here, again, it's amazing colorholic news right up. Although the former Tubby Talent does not train wrestlers. <laughs> uh, the person was then unable to correctly recall who would have booked him the, for work with A-Dub, naming someone who would be involved in that line of work, leading to MGF and Harwood removing the imposter from the dressing room. It just goes like, I can just imagine going like, who booked you? Who, who booked you here tonight? Jim, just go, just trying his best. The Jeff Hardy answer is a total panic answer as well, because Jeff's just been in the news. He's gone, uh, Jeff Hardy. 
That would be like the rest of the first news. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a, a Kenny McIntosh, hello, inside the ropes thing with Cody Rhodes last night. And he's on about a story about Randy Orton from when he started way back in the day. And Orton was like, oh, we're going to go out for your birthday. And Cody was like, okay, I'll come along. And apparently Orton just, there was like, a, you know, the VIP lanes to do in America with the cars and that. Apparently Orton just drove the car into there. And the guy was like, who are you? Why are you here? And he's like, I'm here for, for Chris's birthday. No, 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 not Chris. He's like, is Joseph, Joe, Joseph? Oh, yeah, Joe's the owner. Oh, I'm, I'm here for Joe there. And they got themselves in at the VIP bar. Very much like that. Randy Orton does it or did it back in the day before he turned to a nice guy. It's so weird that we live in the age of nice guy, Randy. <laughs> it's like seeing Snoop Dogg do nothing but adverts nowadays. And then, I don't know if it was in the same bar or a different bar, but uh, Randy and Santino Morello were getting lap dancicles off some lovely ladies of the night. Um, and apparently Randy picked one up on his shoulders and said, like, went to a balcony high up and was like, do you want an F5? And then sort of did that and kicked her legs out and then brought her back in. Such just, banter. Just wrestling. <laughs> just wrestling. Uh, Bloody wrestling. Um, what are they like, yeah. Yeah, these wrestlers? I've seen that clip because isn't that when Cody says, and that's when I realised we're not out for my birthday. Yeah, we're just out because Randy wants to be out. <laughs> yeah. What was the art? Well, oh yeah, I was going to make a joke when you were telling the thing about how dare they do that to Luther, but it didn't seem like the right thing to do. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> People like Luther now, don't they? Yeah, De- Deadlock great. Pro Wrestling's very own Doctor Luther. <laughs> uh, I don't know the tone, but I would hate to not mention it. Uh, former Ring of Honor teenage star, Jimmy Rave. Sadly passed away after a bloody horrible few years for the guy. That's what I mentioned because uh, many people watch his show who are the same age bracket myself. Remember him from the teenage stint as uh, The Rock and Rave with Lance Hoyt. Uh, all the stuff he did with the embassy. And by stuff, I mean get toilet paper thrown at him every time he set foot in the ring was that one pw i think i saw on twitter yes this week? That's a that was I amazing that <laughs> yeah it's only it's only a trip over there and they all went oh good <laughs> let's all go over and get the cheapest badger's ass flavor toilet roll and just throw it at him I like that one guy someone threw, just, he... <laughs> yeah some guy through the still wrapped <laughs> <laughs> like six pack at him oh yeah. you get heat in an igloo that man <laughs> so yeah i thought i'd mention that just for the accolades mm. and yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I was horrible to see what happened to him, like, very recently as well. Yeah. Yeah. But to bring it back up, do that thing what we do with the news and just bring it on a high note. Sorry, this is the Call Like Wrestling News podcast thing. Buff Bagwell claimed he rejected a WWE Hall of Fame induction. Former WWE star Buff Bagwell has claimed he turned down the opportunity to be inducted at the WWE Hall of Fame. They were inducted the NWO into the Hall of Fame. But clarified it was just the original four. <laughs> Even though Sean Waltman wasn't number four. They actually called me to do the Hall of Fame thing, says Buff. I was like, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to be part of the group in the Hall of Fame. I'd be Brett Favre. Sorry, get that. Getting a Hall of Fame ring because of the Green Bay Packers. Brett Favre got a ring because he's Brett Favre. Yeah, but Brett Favre's <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And Even Buff, I know the name Brett Favre. Lads, Buff, lads, lads, what are the chances, right, that Dury sent out feelers to the entire NWO, right? <laughs> All of the NWO, Buff Bagwell, the Renegade, whatever the hell his name was, the Disciples, sorry, back in the day. All of them, right? And the only four to turn up was the, <laughs> the, the four most famous ones. What's the it's chances, just, eh? It's mad. It's mad. 
I believe him. Buff is the stuff. Why would they not? If I was, if I was looking at a list of the NWO, I don't think it would be complete without without Big Buff in there. Really? Ooh, I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know if it got. No, I, no. But I've got a soft spot for Buff Bagwell because he was one of the in one of the first wrestling matches I ever remember watching. It was a four corners match on Thunder, but on Worldwide. He didn't win, but I thought, who's this guy? Like six-year-old me having a great time. I just had somebody there roll a chair across the, the ceiling, and it was very evocative. So This would be a fun podcast because now we'll be able to see on and hear if any of the things that we actually notice when we're doing these things actually get picked up. Mm, on times we hear someone uh, go to the toilet for 30 seconds and then there's a pause oh. and they go for another five seconds. God forbid anyone goes to the, the ladies' toilet yeah. in the office where Jack is. Because, the, yeah, I don't know what the issue is with the toilet, but it makes a deep rumbling noise. Like, War, you know that film in 2005 called War of the Worlds, which I went to the cinema to see, so that's why I remember it. Now, those big tripod things, and they all went... It does that for like 30 seconds after you flush. It's incredible. Very strange. Very. So, I feel bad. The only the only girl on our side of the office is Ashton, and I feel bad for her because everyone knows when she's been in the toilet. It's like a toilet alarm. <laughs> That's what you want when you're at work. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> the to- to the being- toilet. <laughs> it's the toilet alarm. Come on, everyone. You step out. All the editors stop what they're doing, take the headphones out and go, toilet, toilet, toilet. <laughs> we all do a shot every time. <laughs> do a shot every time someone does a sh- So, oh, I like no. Buff Bagwell, but I don't like Buff Bagwell as much as Buff Bagwell likes Buff Bagwell. Because, yes, he was a great... Uh, part of the WCW and it was a f- fantastic bit was got signed in 98, 99. But Hall of Fame, the, the one in his head, yes. Aww. Hey, but you're not the stuff, Matthew. So you wouldn't know what it's like Clearly. to be the stuff or a gigolo or a male sex man. I don't know what the right phrase is for that. When I started working... Covering the wrestling, one of the first things I wrote about was Buff Bagwell, uh, Buff Bagwell being on a, a, a reality show, and I watched the advert for said reality show, and he was in bed. You saw his ass going up and down with an older lady who had paid some money to have Buff do the stuff to her. What they showed it? They showed on the advert. I could distinctly on the remember advert. his ass going up and down in the bed with the lady. Ah, oh, sounds like a blockbuster. Yes. Oh, well, yes. That is how we're ending the new segment. Buff Bagwell's arse going up and down. Up and down. Up and down. Oh, Buff if it's like his career, down and down. Oh. That's how we're ending the new segment. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. And now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week... Uh, this is word for word. Former England cricket captain, host of Top Gear and Flint Top, <laughs> Lord of the Fries, pro boxer with a 1-0 record, Andrew Freddie Flintoff. How much percent? 8%. Oh, no. That hurt me last week when you slandered my Hall of Fame listing prowess. So I gave you the descriptive title last week to prove a point in it. I'll never, I'll, never, um, I'll never complain about that again. It clearly doesn't matter. <laughs> Although he, he, I saw him, I don't know if it was an old clip, but a, a clip of him went viral on Twitter this week in the car. Have you seen him in the car? No. He's doing some segment on Top Gear with like a younger guy. 
And I, and the guy genuine. I don't think he's acting. It's too genuine a reaction. But he goes like, "You fan of cricket?" And Flintoff's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Do you watch any IPL? Which team do you support?" And Flintoff goes, "Chennai Super Kings." And then the guy's like, "Yes, Freddie." And he doesn't say Freddie. He doesn't know you. He goes like, "Yes, my guy." And like fist bumps him. And Freddie's like, "I used to play for them." And he's like, "What? When?" And he goes like, "2009." And he's like, "Oh, I was a baby then, so I don't know." <laughs> he didn't recognize Freddie Flintoff, which I find. I don't know. He was English. So, I, I mean, I don't know how possible that is. That'd be great if he... It's like that uh, goalkeeper who got interviewed on the high street. Kieran Dyer oh, had that. The Newcastle... Oh, was it Newcastle? Oh, the old no. man. The old fella. Yeah. Oh, Liverpool. It was Liverpool, Liverpool wasn't it? Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the derby that happened? In yeah. 1955. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> in the oh, how was it? <laughs> I, I played. I was in the match. Oh, right. <laughs> it happened to Kieran Dyer when he was at, at Ipswich. Oh, that's amazing, that clip. When he's like, he's like 18 and the guy's like, what do you think of Ipswich? What do you think of the state of the club at the minute? And he's like, yeah, great. He starts going like media train. He's like, obviously all the boys, great club. We're all, we're all great atmosphere in the dressing room. And he's like, I play for them. What, what level? First team. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, you know, the, the one you've heard of and his mate's laughing. You get off camera, he's like, oh mate, really? But Kieran's like, yeah. And at the very end he goes, so what's your name? Kieran Dyer. <laughs> Awesome. Anyway, eight percent. Pigs in blankets, forty-one percent. Oh, on the eve of Christmas week. Exactly. The Rock's penis, fifty-one <laughs> percent. Now yum. I wonder if people read these two and got them mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Why were we talking about the Rock's penis last week, Ross? Winner I, of this week's holiday. I've got no idea. It got mentioned in the news section for some reason. Oh, it was the um the. Uh... The website with all the uh, the reviews of the wrestlers' winkies from the Attitude Era mm. that we found uh, on the way back machine a few years ago. Oh, I that think it, vaguely rings a bell now. And I think it was just because the rocks mm. was distinctly long and thin that made it Hall of Fame, fame worthy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yum yum it, though. It sort of uh, took over the podcast after that. Really, it did. Yeah. And Rock we learned strudel. what a strudel was. A strudel is yeah. some sort of dessert. Oh, nice. that's right. Now I remember. There was, there was more than just Von Wagner last week. And <laughs> this was the other bit of the podcast. Well, well done, Ross. And it's, a, it's a, a hard thing to beat, but what have you got? That's better than Rock's penis. <laughs> Easy, easily better than the Rock's penis is the Cultaholic Wrestling slash Triple Jump Christmas Party. It is Hall of oh, Fame worthy. Okay. I had a ball. It was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. Nothing to do with all the drink. Just a fantastic time with good friends. It was it was very good. Uh, it deserves to win, to be honest. Well, I, I don't know what yours is, Matthew, but it's better than my pick. Oh, no, I'll, hang on. I remember what my pick is. I can't say that, but yeah, yeah. I'll tell I'll you what, just, have you I'll been that drunk? Huh? I'm being a dick. Go on, Ross. No, no, you go, Matthew. After you. We played bingo. We did play bingo. Well, I watched the bingo. Yeah, and I won. You did. And I've left my prize in the office. Oh. Tell everyone what you won, Matthew. A Kindle. Yes. A bloody Kindle. Is it? Yeah, okay. Hey, look at us sparing our expenses. Now go, go and shut the door because the brew crew rumblings opening the door. Oh, so you were, this is the bingo, right? Obviously, my Kindle. Obviously, the four of us didn't partake because it would have been crap if me, Ross, Sam, or Adam had won. So, um,. Uh, but I do have to say, congratulations for winning. And also, as a bingo <coughs> caller, Adam was in his absolute element. He was loving oh, it. Because it came up on the screen. 
the correct names for everything. Yeah. Some of which worked, some of which didn't. Yeah. Tickle there my some, hand, 32. Some no, numbers had thing. this... Two numbers had the same thing, didn't they? Two, certain instances. Yeah. I can't remember one exactly, but uh, yeah. Shame hey, on bingo. Like, like you two know fat ladies, 88. One fat lady and a skinny man, 18. Like, <laughs> for, <laughs> <right>. for more... <laughs> Just for, to give a bit more insight on the bingo, congratulations to James Jenkins, who won. As no, no, there was three prizes. Matthew, of course. And uh, who was the third person who won? Joel, wasn't it? Wasn't Joel. A, 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 an Amazon device, which I won't say the, the name of. Joel won as well. Uh, but but Richard Tubman... And <laughs> Richard not Tub- to set them off, Matthew, not because it was naughty. What do you Richard, like? <laughs> Richard Tubman and, and Joel called house in the same after the same number. And Richard called it first. But Joel, they flipped a coin, and Joel won the coin flip. I'm not sure about that. What What do you think? I thought... What's that noise? It's someone walking upstairs. Oh, we, we could actually hear that. Okay, yeah. good. That's encouraging. Yeah. I thought it was funnier that, to decide the coin flip, that Pachiti, because he's so tight, <laughs> no, went not and found he's so tight. A, a coin flip Did you enjoy the website. free bar, Matthew? <laughs> yeah, did you enjoy the free bar there, Matthew? Coin flip... <laughs> I can't hear you for some reason. Uh, coin flip website rather than flipping a coin. No one's got cash. We've been in lockdown for two years. I who carries flip this debit card. Oh, I've not carried shrapnel on my person for years. That's a normal thing. That I've only got notes in the card now. I nearly forgot my pin number during lockdown, and it was the scariest moment. But I remembered it from muscle memory because I've never not had to get cash out for so long. It's just is cash dead is cash is like is it the new print media I want my this is boring sorry <laughs> I was trying to remember more highlights from the cultaholic slash triple drum Christmas oh, party yeah, and I can't I can't think of them because I did was you, uh, did you oh the out? mulled wine mulled yeah, wine was mulled lovely wine. just was basic lovely. Tesco stuff that was it yeah incredible I said Adam it's really nice he's like it's just from Tesco down the road oh. my favourite bit well not my favourite bit but one of my favourite moments was um, when Ross so Mike obviously was providing the coop chicken and brought his lady friend and she just was taking no crap. Like Ross was trying to get people to do shots with him. And he was like, do you want one? And she just looked at him and went, nah. No. <laughs> she sat there with just a bottle of beer. She knows what she wants. And yeah. she to be fair want, though, the shots, that's shot. what I was going to say, the shots. Because you know when you get a bit too drunk and you're, you're worried you can't speak words and you don't want to not get served and then kicked out. So I was like... There was a bar. There was a sign at the back of the bar, and I forget the name of the shot. But the shot was it was Guinness. Was it Guinness mixed with sambuca? Is this slippery nipple? Not slippery nipple, but it was called something else on the on the board at the behind the bar. Baby Guinness. Baby Guinness. Is that what it was? That was the version without sambuca in. That was like Tia Maria. Was it Tia Maria? And then the slippery nipples when you introduce sambuca into the mix, and yeah. then your chances of winning drastic. That's go it down. go down. Yeah. Whatever, oh. whatever was written on the back of the bar, I kept just saying because I was like, I'm too drunk to try and think of something here. I'll just like read it out and get served every single time. Is that why we started time. doing them? Yeah. I remember thinking Ross doesn't really drink like Tia Maria. I don't no. understand. Where, yeah. Okay. Or sambuca. She started doing sambuca. Was it? What was her name? I forgot. With Marjorie or something. It, was, it began the bar. with it. No, it began with a D. It was either it was either Debbie or Debbie. That was Deborah. Uh, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. And Jack. Special. The, Jack was the the younger sort of her like assistant who she was bossing around. I upset Jack at one point the barman, Jack the barman, because he uh, he, uh it was when I was getting the shots in for everybody. There was the hit the table behind. And I was like, get a shot for all them. And there was like ten people maybe sat down at that table behind the bar, big table. And I was like, we'll have five more up here because I was surrounded by people. And I was like, I want a few for myself. I I tried to think how many shots I had that night it was incredible. 
But again, yeah. you forget when you're doing the free bar thing and you, you're, you're the shareholder for the company that we're paying for that free bar. So when Adam said the number that we paid for that bar, I felt terrible. <laughs> I felt terrible. But there you go. It was a Christmas party. We had a good I time. I appreciate the shots, though, Ross. Thank you. You're welcome. I also can't... I, also can't, um, I can't work out how I wasn't, like, sick at any point because I, we were doing quite a lot of shots and I didn't have enough coop chicken. The, the coop chicken went fast, and rightly so, because it's delicious. But I remember at one point, Andrew just going like, oh, have a brownie, have a bit of brownie. And I remember for some reason being dead against it, like, no, I don't want a brownie. I want to keep drinking. I don't know. I remember one I bit right from the end of the night, I tried to take the, the, the tray of brownies out the bar, probably just to throw at people. And Ben Potter, just I just I have the, the vision of Ben just going, no, no, Ross, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and taking it off as I, was, as I was leaving the place. But yeah, it was a very, very good night. It like was almost cutting off a hot tag. No, <laughs> there was. There I, was... I remember going up to the bar as well and have the same thing as you. I'm a bit. Oh, hang on. I've just stood up and everything's a bit shaky. It's like I'm on the moon, but I just asked for for water. But I must have said it like a Men in Black, the alien. Water <laughs> with sugar. Sugar. <laughs> but yeah, the good bar. What were you saying, Jack? Um, Sam commandeered like a wing of the party at one point to play a complex and riddle-filled uh, game of cards that I just didn't understand from an outside perspective. It was like reading hieroglyphics, looking at the the game that was going on. I didn't know what was I didn't know what was happening there. But he seemed well into it. Oh, yeah. Were you not part of the game? No, I was playing oh, I was, Jenga. I was going to ask you what the game oh, was, but if you went on I'm it, loving then. Jenga, because it was there. Like, and I thought because there were these unopened, unused board game stuff. Like that and um, like Monkey Kaplunk, whatever it's called. Is that what the big golden egg was? Yeah. Uh, I never uh, had a go on any yeah. of these games. Like, yeah, so I thought because of that, the, the the club had heard a bunch of nerds had come round. So they thought, oh, better get all those board games that no one's played in years. No, Adam sorted those out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Adam <laughs> bought them because he thought uh, of everything. Oh, fair enough. I didn't know. I, didn't, I don't remember this. I remember Jenga. Yeah. yeah. It was such a lovely opportunity to speak to many people in the office and the triple jump people as well because more often than not i come in and i'm like hey guys what's up oh you know small talk i'm like oh yeah did you see that and then ross is like get in here and do the podcast i'm like yes sir no i'm um, not what are you talking about <laughs> that did happen one no, time that did happen was it <laughs> a few <laughs> weeks ago that was me, me, me and Chini were talking about um the wrestling channel I'm like, oh, look at that footage there. There's a young Dean Ayers and all that. And you heard you were good at it. That I remember that the, one, yeah. That, that was, was an isolated the, instant. That was in the middle of, we'd had a break and then Tubman needed to, he had like a, he had a, he was going for a meal with his mom, I think. Oh yeah, that was a Thursday afternoon shoot that and Richard had to be finished by a certain time to go for a meal with his mom. Jam sandwiches with his mom. <laughs> Didn't have jam sandwiches. He went to a proper restaurant. And had some spam. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a chance to talk to everyone, Matthew. Yeah, just nice talking to them because they're a lovely bunch of lads who work for Call Like a Triple Jump. And lasses. And lasses. Lads oh, and lads. Any lads. No. Oh, no, no, no. La- la- I would say lads is just meeting everybody, but I'll move on now. So that's the Call Like Triple Jump Christmas party. Mm. That's our thing to beat. Ooh. Mm. Okay, well, our second place, so I'll go next. It's been a, a lovely week for the wrestling. And the partying. You know what else has been weird? You know what? There's just not enough resting in the world. The finish to the F1 
Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Right. The F I'll just read the Wikipedia page. Uh, this was a Formula One race held on 12th of December 2021. The race decided both the Drivers' and Constructors' Championships. Mac Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton Max. both had 369.5 points going into the race. Verstappen won the race on the final lap with an overtake for the lead-on title rival Hamilton after a controversial safety car restart in the last moments of the race. And just like any other Wikipedia page, if you see controversies at the start, a little blue, you click that first of all. So what happened? Final laps on lap 53, a crash from Nicholas Latifi brought out the safety car. Hamilton again stayed out without pitting, while Verstappen pitted behind him for a fresh set of the softest available tyres. Ah. Perez retired in the safety car due to oil pressure. After Verstappen's pit stop, he retained second. But with five lapped cars, those of, I'm not going to say all the names, between himself and Hamilton in first, as the debris from the TV's crash was being, uh, was being cleared by the race marshals, the lap drivers were initially informed that they would not be permitted to overtake. Okay. During lap 57, Red Bull team principal Christian Horner asked race director Michael Massey why the lap cars were not directed to overtake. Massey then gave the direction that only the five cars between Hamilton and Verstappen were to unlap themselves. Immediately after Vettel passed the safety car to join the lead lap, race control announced the safety car would enter the pits at the end of the lap to allow for a final lap of green flag racing. Leading to angry remonstrations from, well, pretty much everybody. And yes, Verstappen used his fresh, soft, bounty-soaked upper tyres to pass Hamilton into five to take the lead off the race. What does that all mean, Matthew? Basically, it was a screw job. It was. But we're F1. It was the Abu Dhabi screw they job. They changed the rules. They, they, they. And this F1's uh, special guest uh, uh, safety car consultant, Pat Patterson. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they're just making up as they go along. They've turned the F1 into wrestling. It's like if, for anybody not that familiar with F1, but if you know about football and that, that time when Man City won the league. Uh, with the last kick, like Aguero's famous goal against QPR and everything, when it was neck and neck right at the end, it's like it's like if City were like two goals behind, so they'd given them a bonus one just to make the last few minutes more exciting. Like they'd manufactured a situation where it was a final lap showdown between the two, even though even though it should never have. I got very, I was very cross, and I'm not even a huge Lewis Hamilton fan because you know it's hard to support him when he wins all the time, but. Also, if he'd won this year, he would have been... He'd have broken Michael Schumacher's record of championships. It, I was fuming. And, I, and to be fair to Hamilton, he handled it much better than I would have. He didn't do a Bret Hart. He didn't do the... <laughs> the F2 or the Na- yeah. NAS cat or whatever. <laughs> the F2. The two football lads. Are the freestylers? Swaz Techers? Oh, no. Not, not, what's the other one called? The tosser no one likes? Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Swaz. Arsenal's, Arsenal's best youth player when they had, like... I don't know who was in the youth team back then, but he got told he was the best, the best player in the entire club when Vieira and Henri was there and Perez. Yeah. And people like that, yeah. Bergkamp, who famously tore Newcastle asunder, and everyone seems to think it was a fluke, but I don't know. I don't it was understand. a foul. Foul on Nicole Stabby's ass, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Wasn't there something to do with Michael Schumacher's son being involved in the race and saving his dad's record or something like oh, that? Oh, that was. Ju- I think that was just people going like, <laughs> wouldn't that be like, because when Latifi crashed to cause the safety car to come out and for everyone to get bunched together again, which set up the rule change. That's right. It was Schumacher who collided with the guy who crashed. Yeah. When but, the referee ah. was down. But I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> the referee's distracted. Schumacher. El Hio del Schumacher came out. <laughs> 
again, we're all we're all just silly marks here in the F one because obviously they're building up to the rematch. <laughs> oh God, uh, I I I came to a realization halfway through this F one season that I didn't I didn't want Verstappen to win because he he's going to be winning for the next sort of ten years anyway. So I thought let Hamilton get the record. And it looked like he was going to do it. And then it was actually a screw job. I can't believe it. Amazing. Someone, WWE, you know the BT WWE account on Twitter? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They tweeted like, can someone explain this to us in WWE terms? And the top reply was when Triple H pedigrees Rollins and like hands the title over to Kevin Owens. It was exactly, it was exactly <laughs> yes. like that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's about time yeah. there was some excitement in the F1. Oh. No, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> oh, no, that's exactly what they want you to think. <laughs> but Drive to Survive is going to be good the next season. Oh my! I mean, that's yeah. yeah. They've already they've already paid for that season. So, <sighs> exciting F one stuff. Jack, what have you got for us? I mean, mine's mine's not going to win, which is sad because he's a lovely man. But I was going to nominate Cultaholic editor, uh, and 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 fun guy Dan Heppel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because he was on top form at the... when it, Dan doesn't, like... He doesn't come out that often, but whenever he does, he's, like, on top, top form. Um, which I thought was because he's, like, hilarious and that, but I think apparently also just gets really drunk, which is great. Um, I, w- I got that th- that feeling the next day when you wake up and you're like, oh, man, I was really drunk last night. Like, I hope I didn't do anything or say anything stupid. And... Uh, but I was, at, I was at my girlfriend's, but when I got back to mine... And Owen was there, and I was like, Owen, like, what, what, ha- like, was that bad last night? Like, was that bad? And Owen, lovely boy that he is, was like, oh no, I don't think, I didn't think you were that drunk. Dan was, Dan was drunk, so Dan's got me off the hook, and because he was a great laugh all night, and because he got me off the hook there, and because he's the brains behind Ross's. Well, it's not Ross's; it's everyone's, isn't it? But that series of, what do we call it? Can't remember the official title for it. The one where we do some fantasy booking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> where Ross is. He's the, he's, the, he's the brains behind that idea as well. And he's a Sunderland fan. So many positives just flying in. Uh, my nomination is Dan Heppel. I don't think you win against two massive nominations there, but at least he's at least he's in the conversation. He played, Jack had a chance of winning until that last thing you said. Uh, <laughs> he played a key role in the, the, the hand-playing part of the arcade crew if that makes any sense because mm. he rocked up there with um i think it was his mom's christmas present or something like that a few stubby bottles of rum he had four i think and by the time he had four he couldn't remember the the rules of fives mm. and he, he he was just a mess there it was fantastic fives uh fives was so a few of us had played it at uni not that we went to uni together but it's just played in different unis it seems like fives and basically all you've got to do when it's your turn is say a multiple of five. That's that's all you've got to do. Should we have a quick game now over Zoom? No. <laughs> come on. No. One, oh. two. Matthew, come on. One Ten. on five. Even five on 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 five. So Who's go is it? Who's go is it? Who's go is oh, it? Oh, so it's definitely going to work on this. So we yeah. just say multiple of five. So on, we'll go. We'll go one, on two, three, four, five, and on the fifth. Oh, it's one, just three. Ross, you just need to do just three. three. Oh, it's just three one, two, three. So one, bam. two, three, and then on the third one, you show either a zero. Or a five. Whose turn is it? Who's the speaker? Oh, who's who's you saying? You go first, Jack. You do all, all right. the rules. You do the I, speech and everything, right. don't you? I propose a lovely game of fives. One, One two, two, three, 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 ten. Oh, he got away with it. Uh, there was fifteen for audio listeners. Yeah. So this that's doesn't the, work, does it? Yeah, that's so that's the game. Wow. Um, 
The hours just fly by. But <laughs> no, because when when you get when you get it, the number when there's like ten people around, no, it's it's very infrequent that someone gets the right number. And and when someone gets the right number, everyone goes mad and they have to say a sentence without smiling or laughing. And that's where therein lies the challenge of fives. Oh. But it's Ryan's first go, right? Another very talented editor here at Cultaholic. It's his go. And he's claiming he's played it at uni before, goes one, two, three, seven. And we were like, oh, where, man, Ryan, man. <laughs> oh, it was a great time. It was a great game of fives. A lovely game of fives, you might say. Dan Heppel, sorry. Not the game of fives is my nomination. Ah, uh, well, Dan Heppel. Yeah. Dan Heppel. <laughs> obviously a big fan of mine, and I love him so much I say his name incorrectly. Dan Heppel, the Abu Dhabi screw job, and the Cultaholic triple jump Christmas party. Wait. You said Dan Heppel, obviously a big fan of mine. He's been sarcastic. I haven't had much sleep. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were. I, I thought know. You were, I was I hoping you, gen- you wouldn't jump on I that. I thought you were genuinely saying Dan Heppel. He loves botchamania. Like I really no, thought. But now you've said you it. Doing. No, I meant to say I'm obviously I'm obviously a big fan of his because I said his name wrong. I've got. But you, I said I've it incorrectly. You, I'm just like. Got, no, sorry, I've got you. I'm putting my car inside the wall mm-hmm. so it can get this cult holic screw job and just move on. Dan Heppel, love the human being. F1 screw job and the Christmas party are your three picks and your three picks alone, but only if you go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and place your votes now. Disclaimer, you do not necessarily have to listen to the podcast to place your votes, <laughs> as we have uh, long since established. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. <laughs> this week in wrestling. Smackdown. Sami Zayn opens the show in a wheelchair with two nurses who look very much like wrestlers. That he one says, on the left. Well, let's stop and talk about him. <laughs> My God. We've got, we've got half a sentence in and already it's like, no. Right, okay. Let's make him world champion. That was the modern day masterpiece Chris Masters walking out with Sami Zayn there. Incredible scenes. Indie wrestlers or like wrestlers when they're used as extras look like porn stars because... It looks like the start of a... Because they're big guys in work clothes. It looks like the start of a... It looks like they've... We've just come round to change the light bulb or whatever. Yeah. Just come to change your nappy, Sammy. (laughs) He says that he's the toughest guy in WWE history and plans to sue everybody involved for last week's travesty. He's, of course, speaking about the F1. Uh, Paul Heyman interrupts. (laughs) And argues with Sammy, who threatens to kick his ass because he knows Roman Reigns isn't here tonight. Brock Lesnar arrives instead and is friendly towards Sammy, suggesting they go on a big Canadian lad's hunting trip. Heyman can't believe what he's seeing and says this is not the behaviour of the former, and most likely future, Universal Champion. Lesnar goes, you're right, (laughs) and kills Sammy and the nurses. One this of those was... nurses got a rough end of the deal. Lesnar slung him hard into the ropes. That was that was the, the modern day masterpiece that got the ropes. Oh. Yeah. At least he was so muscular and masterpiece like he survived. Mm. Any any thinner on the muscle scale there, I don't know what I'm saying. Now he would have died. This I thought this segment was fantastic. Brock Lesnar flamboyantly speaking French. He's like, Oh, which part of Canada are you from? I'm from Montreal. Oh, come on tapel too. Whatever he said it. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Heyman said it was like being at the dispensary. Weed <laughs> reference there, watching Lesnar doing what he was doing. Um, and I love Paul Heyman sort of like almost, he almost got turned on, didn't he? At the sight of Brock Lesnar throwing people around and he forgot what he, where he was and who he works for currently. I mm. thought it was great, me. 
Mm. Just another episode in the will he, won't he? Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, love triangle. And I don't know it's if we're like, going to get with next, but like Kayla obviously comes up to him backstage later and is like, what's Roman going to say about this then? He's like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. I'm buggered. It's, it's like he's, um, it's like he's, he's been on a night out and he's bumped into his ex and he's been like too happy to see her. And his current girlfriend's like, hang on, what's going on here? That's a very specific situation, <laughs> isn't it, Jack? <laughs> that, that hasn't, that, that hasn't, that has happened to me, but not, not the time you were thinking. Cause that time. I wasn't happy. It happened to you again. Oh, it's happened to me years ago. Ah. Wow. How, are you lucky. you better go, how many girlfriends have you had? Upwards of one. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. That's nice. Ten. Nakamura and Boogs beat Los Lotharios in a really short match. That's it. The finish was a bit hairy. It was Rick Boogs did a couple of good power moves. He did, the, did I don't think he did the baby shaker this week, which was a shame. But I can't believe Los Lotharios have been putting this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. To the what? The yeah, baby shaker. The baby shaker. He gets that? the guy upside down and goes like that. Oh, yes. The, oh. Baby, the baby shaker. When he could do a pile driver or a tombstone, but decides instead just to go. Just to go like that? Yeah. <laughs> he'd, oh, he'd be okay. world champion right now if he just did a tombstone instead. That's people how you shout. Be- people are shouting outside. What's going on? They're saying, don't call it that move. And then someone just looked through the door and saw me, and then the shouting stopped. Why are they having so much banter out there? Oh, reckless Sorry. youth. But that's how you burp a baby, Matthew. You turn him upside down. And oh, go. the baby burper. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Baby shaker. That's a bit different, isn't it? Y- yeah. Let's I'm not awake yet. Yeah, I need to drink some more Monster. But why are Los Lotharios getting beat like this already? That's what I want to know. Because they have to. It's SmackDown. It's Nakamura. Of course, they're going to have the same match 10,000 times. It's the only thing he's done the last two years. I but they were Lost doing Lotharios. some good stuff. I thought they were getting a push. Yeah. A mini no, but one. But... It, I'll say it again. It's Nakamura and SmackDown. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> Nakamura on Smackdown Fair enough Backstage Kofi Kingston presents King Woods With a massive new crown Woods says tonight New Day will prove They're the greatest tag team in WWE And Drew Gulak is there Yeah yeah Drew yeah. was there And I was relieved he's alive to be honest Because we've not seen him for a, a while Have you heard his current entrance theme there Matthew? Oh my god Yes because it was put in the chat Oh my god So good have you been cruising around Newcastle upon Tyne at 1am with that blaring out through the window? <laughs> have you been walking down Northumberland Street? <laughs> Matthew, have you been walking down Northumberland Street, right, and seen a gaggle of frat boys from Northumbria University, or maybe even Newcastle University, and thought, hey, this is a bit too intimidating for me, but I'm going to put some music on in my head and power through with an extra pep in my step, thanks to the music in my ears. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I usually put on the theme from Shaft. There you go. The theme from Shaft is the top tier of the frat boy penetration scale. Cultaholic's own frat boy penetration scale. They're dastardly, those those frat boys, I tell you. Not to be trifled with unless you've got the right tune on in your headphones. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Ross. You're welcome. Drew McIntyre goes to see Adam Pearce. He's still angry about not being that battle royal that we've all forgotten about. Uh, Pierce says the entrants were chosen by a higher authority. A higher power, was, maybe. Oh, has also decided that Drew isn't allowed to take his sword to the ring tonight. Drew stabs the desk. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a little bitch these days, isn't he, Drew McIntyre? Yeah. <laughs> Get a grip, I want to bring you... my sword to the ring. No, I don't like it. Get a grip, man, will you, Drew? <laughs> Drew has a match against Sheamus 
and wins. Boo. Afterwards, we see Happy Corbin and Madcast Moss. Oh, no. Stealing the sword. Still stuck in Pierce's <laughs> desk. <laughs> Why? Oh, What's that? Where's this gonna? Where's this going to go? Watch everyone. Someone has, someone has removed the sword from the desk. <laughs> oh, God. It oh, is going to be that. It there, actually is. Drew's going to get taken out next week, and it's going to be weeks of people trying to get the sword out the desk, and then there'll be one man can take this sword out of the desk, and back he'll come with his kilt, with Winston oh. Churchill on one side, the fellow with the crabs on the other side. Fellow with the crabs. The fellow with the crabs. <laughs> there was what was one of the stories he told was about crabs in a cave or something like that. And, oh yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, spider in the. Ca- I've realised I've said that ass backwards <laughs> as well. That fellow with the. As we told about. <laughs> and the crab came to him and said, "I'll show you how to beat the English." He went, oh, "My God, a talking crab!" <laughs> anyway, only slightly less ridiculous than what is happening on SmackDown nowadays. With uh, let's make Drew over. Let's have him rebel against authority with his sword, and he's just a doylem at this point. It's when he gets he doesn't get his own way. I'll kill you. <laughs> get in the bed, man, will you, Drew? He wasn't in a battle royal. That's what this all stems from. Well, you know, you've had plenty of title shots over the past year, Drew. Come on. Yeah. This match was good, though. I tell thee, him and Sheamus. Mm. Yeah, the loudest match seen on SmackDown since John Cena went missing. Mm. It's a joke because he calls all those moves really loudly. <laughs> but they were slapping each other really loudly. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. I hate doing the podcast over Zoom. I really <laughs> hate it. I hate it so much. All of the dialogue, none of the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for trying, Ross. I appreciate it. You're welcome, it. yeah. I like that you put notes on all the stuff that happens on SmackDown, where I'm just like, yeah, that tag match happened. Well, yeah. people, I don't know if all you know right. this, but people tune into this to hear people, like our opinions on what happened on these shows. Instead Which of makes us... sense, doesn't it, for a podcast, yeah. or else why we even bother trying. But a lot of the times I'm like, I, I, I have no opinion. <laughs> it happened. But well, God find you one, Matthew. Find one. I'll find one. <laughs> Let's see the next bit. Caleb Braxton asks Heyman what Roman will think of what what Roman will think of his early comments about Lesnar. Heyman realizes he's put his foot in it. Uh oh. Oh no. Heyman, oh, yeah. nice shot. Uh... Naomi calls out Sonia Deville, who agrees to wrestle her, but introduces La- sorry Natalia and Shayna as the special guest ring announcer and timekeeper. They gang up on Naomi until the arrival of Raiden from Mortal Kombat, says here, played by Zia Lee. Aye, because the, not only did she have the head thing, but the what was with the electric? I didn't like it. What did you think of what the What on earth? You didn't like the electricity? No, I didn't like the Richard electricity. Richard Tubman, wherever you are in the world, play the thing now. I'm changing up the move of the week this week. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Because, right, that entrance I was blown away by. The electricity <laughs> flowed out of her body no matter where she moved to on the ramp. It was incredible. You'd yeah. almost think it was real. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, why Grilla I'm this week. Grilla Monsoon, they should have piped in that commentary for him. You can feel the electricity in the air. <laughs> Lee and Naomi are about to beat up Sonia, but Italian's Jaina pull her out of the ring. The match has no result, but what a lovely entrance. It really was. You didn't like it, Jack? No, I didn't like it. I thought it was silly. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. 
This was was this the silliest thing on SmackDown for you? I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Yeah, even probably. more than Saudi Desky. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see where Saudi Desky goes at the minute. Jaya Lee's just in the lead for me. Ooh. Mm. She'll murder you. Careful now. Yeah, she was. She's the protector. So, and she was protected Naomi from the injustice that we still don't know the reason for. Why? Do, why does Sonya hate Naomi? Or will we ever find she out? She just does. Okay. She's, she's already said there's no reason, so that's what they're going to go with. There's no reason. She just does. Well, that's that's, <laughs> that's actually, to be honest, that is how it is in life. Sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes people just don't like you. Just, just cause. Maybe that is true. Oh well. Yeah. Okay, bro, on SmackDown, they take on the New Day and the Usos in the main event. Backstage, Riddle introduces Orton to the cast of Jackass Forever. That's one where Val Kilmer plays Jackass. The Jackass crew all mess around and Orton is terribly unimpressed. I was as well. Yeah. I felt I like- robbed. I felt robbed, me. Imagine the interactions we could have had with Steve-O and Riddle. Oh, it would have been fantastic television, but he wasn't there. Like everyone. Uh, St- Steve-O didn't want to be... See what it'll be uh, come to do in case you bumped into a marker again. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone, I was 14 once and Jackass was cool and exciting, but it just made me sad. Look how old Knoxville looked. His hair was white. Oh, I know we all get older and stuff, but it just, just made me feel sad. Jackass 1 came out like 20 years ago. Really? Whoa. Oh, God, you're right. I Yeah, it yeah. would have been. Is that why they're doing this new one for the twentieth anniversary? I had the, I had it on VHS. Now I was in year five at school. Oh, well, you must. Oh, wow, my mum didn't know. That's that's <laughs> social currency. That that is strong yeah. at primary school. Yeah, silence. Sorry, I got I got caught down in memory of uh, Jackasses and stuff like that. But yeah, I think they've announced that this is going to be the last Jackass thing they do because they're all ancient. It's like wrestling. Just made it up. I was watching a YouTube yeah. video of like. All the issues Johnny Knoxville has with his body, thanks to Jack Ars, and it's oh, inc- yeah. incredible. Like what he's been through, and I'm sure he can't piss or something at the minute. Oh, or when that video was made, he had I don't know. I have to go and watch the video again. It's like the back <laughs> cover of uh, Mick Foley's autobiography. Just picture yeah. Johnny Knoxville and just here, 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 can't <laughs> piss. But yeah, I'll watch the film though. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just you know, it's like oh, how can we make them look charismatic? Put them next to Riddle. Okay, cool. Charlotte Flair gets herself DQ'd against Tony Storm by not adhering to referee's five count. She continues to beat up Tony after the bell. Well done, Tony. You definitely got your revenge there. Yeah. No, Tony already got her revenge with the pie in the face. She pied her back. They were even. Yeah. Well, not no. really. No, no, no. She had two the first week. She had one pie. Oh. Uh, she's missing a pie. Yeah, she's one pie behind, but this was a DQ finish, so... the. The feud will theoretically... The pie must carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's only Charlotte one pie. (laughs) How embarrassing for Tony two pies. (laughs) I'm genuinely surprised. Genuinely surprised that Charlotte didn't come out the next week and call her Tony two pies and try and get the crowd to chant Tony two pies. That's that's really WWE in 2021. I threw pie in your face, Tony. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I like the start of the match, because Tony outsmarted Charlotte at the start of the match, which I thought, you know what, go on then, Tony, let's have some. But then, I, I guess the finish was good. I like how brutal the finish was with like the kicks in the in the ring post sort of thing. But I, I don't know where we go from here. We'll have no. to tune into SmackDown tonight to find out. <laughs> we will. For pie and a pole. <laughs> Backstage, Lesnar finds Adam Pearce and intimidates him. 
talk about how he caught a huge moose during his suspension and hung it on his cabin wall. And somewhere in Newcastle upon Tyne, you hear the crowd. Tyne? Newcastle upon what? Tyne. I hate this. <laughs> I love people not knowing that they think I'm saying time. You are saying time. You did say time. I can verify. I did not say. I, uh, I can verify, Matthew. You did just say time. I hate you. <laughs> Newcastle upon Tyne. Yeah. There you go. Newcastle oh, thanks. Time. Sounds exactly the same. Right, Sorry, carry on. Well, well, you, meanwhile, somewhere in Newcastle. <laughs> Room my crap joke. The Newcastle upon Tyne. No, 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 no. Uh, chant moose. It doesn't matter now, it's gone. Okay, I'm sorry. He says he named the moose Pierce. To intimidate him. Because he weighed the same as the amount of... Was it Guts that weighed 225 pounds? I can't remember what weighed 225 pounds in the moose. When he when he says he hung the moose on the wall, he meant the moose's head, didn't he? Not the whole moose. That, that would be impossible. That would be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite something. He was no. comparing, comparing a part of the moose to the same weight as Adam Pierce to say, I'm going to kill you, Adam Pierce, and put you on my wall. If you suspend me again, you little bitch. Yeah, what was the point of this? Yeah. That's yeah. a good way of get on a, getting out of a fine by threatening <laughs> the person with death. Yeah. What was the point of this? Brock Lesnar to threaten Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce doesn't fight him again. Okay. It's going uh, to be a lean Christmas at the Lesnar household this year, having just uh-huh. paid that $1 million fine. He could have bought one hundredth of Vincent Mann's egg with that. <laughs> Backstage from uh, Musumania. No, I've read that bit. New Day wins the main event against the Usos and Arcade Pro. Yeah. Yes, they did. Why did this match happen? Because I, I feel just, like I've missed... Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I turned on SmackDown last week when we watched when I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, why is, is this the wildcard rule? Or something like that coming back into life, but it just so happened, didn't it? I, d- I thought I'd missed something as well, and I was too embarrassed to admit that in the notes. But, okay. I'm, no. glad, that, I'm glad that you were confused as well. I just thought it was just, okay, well, well, here's just a match. We've got all the other matches sorted out. No, but we Day had, one soon. We had, we, had, we had team a team from Raw. Yeah, I know that, but like they do that frequently anyway. They do it so frequently, I didn't even notice. Not since the most recent brand extension. What about mm. the sanctity of the draft, eh? Well, that's long gone. But I need to call out the bull poo poll that they had with, I don't know if it was people on the website or Twitter or whatever, but uh, who is the best team, they asked. RK Bro somehow got 43%. The Usos got uh, 34%, and then you get New, New Day got 23%. Oh, man. If I was just the right guy. Get... Yeah. The New Day got 23%. Now, that's mm. a load of nonsense. WWE Universe. Well, Come on, on Raw, they're one of the most heavily pushed acts. New Day would have won that poll, surely. If it was a shoot. 43%. RK Bro. No, like it, New Day is a, a proper threesome that we've seen for the last six years. Have you, been, have you not been watching King Woods this year? One of the wrestlers of the year he's been. Oh, singles wrestler King Woods in a tag team poll. Exactly. Um, <laughs> speaking of wrestlers of the year, next week it's the Coldies, everybody. Just Ooh. thought I'd drop that in. Yes. So we'll be in the office, but it was pre-taped. And we've already recorded it. Yeah, we yes. two two weeks ago now we record. Wait, yeah. that day I put the tweet out, that's when we record it if you want to verify it. Yeah. When I asked you for some questions about it, so And you'll know yeah. that we record you'll know we recorded it early because there's a match that we just don't mention at all that's since taken place. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, we're doing lots of pre-taping, like impact back in the day. So yeah. uh AW Rampage. Uh, the Lucha Brothers successfully defend the tag titles against FTR. Despite Harwood and Wheeler's cheating ways. Yeah, I didn't know what else to say. I just yeah, yeah. I just no, but you're right, though. So, yeah. uh, 
probably of the three matches they had so far, probably the best one. Oh, but still, I'm like, okay, can, can we move? I'm not fussed about this anymore. I love, a lot. I love the different shades in this matchup. I don't know why oh. I'm doing the Tony D'Angelo, but I am. The, the actual like sort of mat wrestling for large parts of this matchup, which you don't always get from these two tag teams when they do the tussle in the wrestling ring. And the yeah. gory the gory bomb counter thing I've got written down here from Cash Wheeler was sexual. He was sort of spinning around and then caught him, then did the thing. It nearly won move of the week. But then after that, I watched Zaya Lee's entrance, and I thought that's got to be my move of the week, the way she moved down that ramp. The electricity coming off her person. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Do you Are you familiar with Mortal Kombat then? I've played it once, like, oh. a few years ago. I've, I've, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen a few. I don't know. Matthew, I am. Who's your guy? Uh, Jax. Oh, I'm Scorpion. It's not very original. That's, that's good. It's okay. Neither is Mortal Kombat. Okay. I'm Chun Li, me. Hadouken. There you go. See what a man. What a man Ross is. Her catchphrase is Hadouken, isn't it? Hadouken. That's how she yells it. I. She, she says, "How you doing, Chun Li?" She yells Hadouken. Hadouken. That's right. Yeah, the hands. <laughs> Neither Rose the bunny. I need, I need to say to you, Matthew. I I, I uh, had some. What were they called? They were like Chun Li Stussy Dunks, I think, with the shoes uh, from Jack Atkins. A Chun-Li oh. version of some Stussy Dunks that I wore on uh, Predictions a few months ago. And I was like, how can I wind up people who like Mortal, Mortal Kombat? And then everyone was like, you should say Chun-Li's catchphrase is Hadouken. And people will get angry. Oh, so he's oh, to... being serious. Chun-Li's not in Mortal Kombat. Ah, but this is to get people annoyed. Yeah. You, so you knew she was from Street Fighter? No, I'm going to clue Chun-Li okay, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's trying. He's trying so hard. I'm like, you know what? Well done. But yeah, it's like Tom Campbell does those things, isn't it? Like... Like, spoilers for June, Spider-Man is in it, or whatever what he was saying. Yeah. Oh, Tom's Tom. tweets brighten my day. The uh, the ones about, like, <laughs> Baron Corbin doing his tax returns and that. It's really oh, good. yeah, the breaking uh, news, yes. It's good. Yeah. Jack hates those tweets. No, 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 <laughs> no. Come on. Just some of them. Uh, Nala Rose, the buddy, and Penelope Ford team up to beat Ruby Soho, Tay Conti, and Anna Jay. The bunny uses brass knucks on Anna, allowing Nyla to get the pin. Mm. Boo. I don't know what else Ooh. to add. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah the, this was just moves, wasn't it? Lots and lots of moves happening one after another. Just I like moves. Moves. Uh, Nyla Rose did a nice powerbomb thing for the win. That was my takeaway from the matchup here. I do like her powerbombs. Yeah. Backstage, Tony Schiavone is about to interview Stig and Darby Allen. But they're attacked by FTR and Tully Blanchard. Straight into the next feud, or the existing feud that is now their main focus. He yeah. hoofed him square in the nets. Mm-hmm. He did. That was my it's Eric that... Cartman. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Eric Cartman, your other favourite more combat fighter. Yeah. Hadouken, but... he says. <laughs> but that was all just a salad on the steak dinner that isn't going to eat for the main event, which was, of course, internet favourite, Hook, making his debut. Beaten, thrashing, annihilating, Fuego del Sol with the Taz mission. Wasn't called that, though, I don't think. Um, as his dad watched along, very happy. That a picture, lovely moment. That picture when Hook's yeah. walking down the ramp and Taz is there going, Go on, buddy Go on, son, go on! Kick him in the head! Get on! Be a hero! It was class. Like, it, I, I loved the presentation of it. It wasn't 
he's I, 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 for some reason as well, I didn't even consider that Hook would be like that good at amateur wrestling style stuff. Despite being Taz's son, I was like, oh my god, yeah, of course he is. Of course he's good at that. And from a distance, when he when he, there was like a long shot of him walking down the ramp, his hair's got such volume that he looked almost like a sort of a Sonic character, in my opinion, as well. So that's his, my two thoughts on the thing. His barnet confuses me because it's so short at the back, but everywhere else, it's so long. Oh, he's gorgeous. Where does it stop and where does it end? <coughs> but I, I agree with Jack. Everything from the... Because I've been listening to his theme this weekend, The Chairman's Intent by your man Action Bronson. I've become familiar with this song this weekend. Um, from that, I like this, just his attitude. I don't like, well, you know what I mean, though? I don't want to say like, his attitude. Yeah, like, you know, late 90s and that. But his attitude his when he walked on the ramp, yeah. Aggression. Ah, all that stuff. When he just walked around the ramp, I'm like, bloody hell, he's going to kick someone's head in here. Um, and unfortunately for Fuego Del Sol, it was him. And I like the, the different style that he has with the judo throws and the jiu-jitsu influence, as Taz, as Tab uh, mentioned on commentary. Shout out mm. to Fuego as well, because he made him, he was flip-flopping, flying for him and making him look like a hard man. Um, but yes, it was a massive, a massive W yeah. for the hook. Yes. And if Twitter was anything to go by, you think if just reading the reactions on Twitter that this man is headlining pay-per-views in a year's time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's outsold CM Punk as well. That's some news we missed That's this right. Aye. CM who? Yeah. Didn't work I, that. Oh. Hook. I'm Cole Beats Willie really Hughes in the main event. So much. <laughs> it's so bad, isn't it? I am right. Oh, that's good. If he was it's, sat just, here, it's flat, isn't it? It's if he nothing. was sat here, a split second later, you would have gone, ah, let's move on. But no, there's the delay, and then, oh, it's just awkward, isn't it? But there we go. I digress. What's that yes. for? What's that delay? Oh, he's done it on purpose. He's got it. He's got it. Yeah, I'm Cole Willie Utah. Cole Fish and the Bucks beat down the best friends afterwards, hitting the returning Trent with a shaved heed with the BTE trigger. Yeah. The bastards. Yeah. Oh. It's good because Rampage is like Dynamite, but it's like setting up more stuff for Dynamite. Everyone's feuding on doing something. There's always stuff happening. Yeah. yeah even, even with Willie Utah, who is the, the third wheel. Even when bigger, bigger names in AW1 in a big main feud... They don't just go away. Like they'll have a, like when Hangman had his feud with Matt Hardy, everyone knew that was just him, you know, taking a bit of a step back to let someone else be in the main event for a bit. And I feel like this is what the Bucks are doing now in this feud with the the best friends. So, yeah. Yeah. The Young Bucks feud with uh, everybody alive. Yeah. Claiming this week that they brought in sneakers into wrestling. Everyone going, nah, sharing pictures of the Sandman wearing them. In 96 and everything else. But Oh, nice. To be fair, yeah. I think that comment's got taken a bit out of context there. That's not like wrestling news. Because I watched the entire thing and they do mention the guy does mention Shame at Man too them and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, but maybe we took them to a different level. So whatever, I don't know. Trainers are silly, chun li stussy dunks. The match was a bit weird though with Wheelie Uter and Cole, I thought, because I was waiting for the whole like he's not taking them seriously, but then Wheelie Uter makes him take it seriously, but that just didn't happen. Yeah. Nah, I, I think it's the wrong time for that for Wheeler and Adam Cole. No, I thought that the way they've used Wheeler, I thought they were like slowly, slowly but surely building him up a little bit by having him do, do good wrestling with no charisma and no character. <laughs> Oof. That's all he is, and he's another another yeah. fine wrestler, but I've got no reason to really care for him. Yeah, he's like, if they're doing six man tags in Japan, it's, it's always, always going to look at the lineups and go, hmm, 
I wonder who's taking the fall in this match. Tenru, Antonio Inoki, Giant Barba on one side. On the other side, the Great Muta, Onida, and Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> yeah. like, it could be anyone take the pinfall loss. Any of Anyway. That's what New Japan are doing with um, your, your Noah lads, aren't they? They've announced all these tag matches just before we've come in the studios today. Well, or your bedroom there, Matthew. And there's clearly one guy in every match who's just going to be taking the fall, isn't there? That's how they structured yep. that card. It's a bit house showy, isn't it? Mm. Jack and Sam will be watching all 12 days of that in January. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm really scared for it because I, I've really fallen off my knowledge of like a load of promotions since not doing wrestlers of the week anymore. And since they announced this Noah show, Sam's like really committed himself to learning about what's going on in Noah at the minute. Um, and I'm just way, I'm, I'm not even, they, they're not even on my radar at the minute. And he's, he's mentioned Noah to me in the past sort of two weeks, maybe upwards of eight times and gone, you should check out this uh, on-demand service that I've got. You can use my login. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I haven't yet. And I feel like I'm a, a kid not doing his homework. <laughs> I feel really bad. But you yeah, know. See, I won't be watching it, but I'll definitely be interested to read any of the if they do any more interviews or promos leading up to it, because they were sassy. So Cardu <laughs> said, "Say, so have you been following Noah?" And like yourself, you went, "No." <laughs> oh, get in on Carter! I want to. So some like Olympic athletes don't worry about amateurs. Whoa! It was like, oh yeah, like the heat, the heat. I'm not watching the matches, but yeah, <laughs> keep on talking ra- crap. Yay! Also, before we get to Raw, NCL happened. North Wrestling. Uh, Tom Campbell's send-off. Because mm. he's, he's, he's in demand. It's too much, so he's like, I need to take a step back. So he got a little bit, lovely, lovely, tearful farewell from a lot of people. And uh, he did a lovely job. Very proud of the lad. I love Tom. Proud called the holic a yin. Call holic a person. Doesn't work at all, does it? <laughs> Let's I call him a diddler and move on. Can I and- just say, to, 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 to strum up the interest, I found out who is filling Tom's shoes, and it's a... Mm. Uh, do you actually know? Oh. It's a big, it's a big get for North. It's a, it's an exciting appointment. Oh, have you announced mm. it? No, Tom just told me upstairs that he found out. I don't know if I should be saying this in the podcast. I'm not going to say who it was. No, no build attention. That's fine. But, but it, is, it is exciting. But also making his uh, debut, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, to confirm it, I guess officially that he is actually out. Joseph Connors. Yeah, and you would have thought. Austin has shown up on a 99 episode that's of Raw. Right. The that pop was, he got. That's our book in that. That's what so, we, we did that. <laughs> absolutely. Just to, just to point out the people who might be hearing this going, are you insane, Matthew? Just to reiterate to everyone, we said this before. I know that I've said it at least 100 times. Jack said it a few times. Joseph Connors, because of WCPW, booking him so well, having these great matches with Drew McIntyre and, and because Matt of his and own, Joe Hendry. And because, of and his because own he's, gr- he's, he's good. Because of his own great work as well. Yeah. Yeah. His own great will... golemness. Yes, exactly. he was like Gollum with that belt. Nah. That's right. Yeah, his, his <laughs> golemness, he will always be over in Tyne and Weir. That's it. Yeah. Just want to point out to people, because there were a few people who were visiting the area and were bemused by the, mass, the giant reaction that Joseph Connors received. I'm glad he got a big reaction. And I'm glad Tom got a lovely send-off as well. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like Tom Campbell, Joseph Connors, same level of reactions. Like Hogan Rock, WrestleMania the XA. <laughs> anyway, Monday Night Raw. Bobby Lashley opens the show, presented by Kevin Owens, who brags about how much money he makes now. Uh, but then he's interrupted by Seth Rollins. He was interrupted by Big E. They all argue about who deserves to be in the top match at day one. 
Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville agree to make it a fatal four-way, uh, but only if Lashley can defeat the other three tonight. First and foremost, yep. shout out to Bobby Lashley, who was wearing the Brother Love Away kit down to the ring. <laughs> the reverse red and white. Fantastic, fantastic suit. I enjoy. I, I was thinking this watching Raw, and it's obviously become a bit clearer now that Kevin Owens maybe signed his contract just before this week's Raw. So I was thinking he's being extra funny this week. His little Tom Foley was set once. Uh, Seth Rollins was like, "Oh, let's go and take him together." Oh no, wait, you go first. I'll be right behind you and stuff like. He felt like more animated and more like, like how he used to be back in the day. And I was like, "What's the reason behind that?" And maybe that's what it is. Maybe he signed his contract on Monday. I can think of two to three million ah. reasons. Ah. But yeah, there wasn't much of an opening segment for me, but just the little bits with Kevin Owens being funny made it okay for me, Jeffrey. Yeah. I thought I was I was uninspired by this opening segment, but as the night went on and we saw more little interactions between them all, then I was won over. I thought it was like for the main thread of this week's Raw, I thought they all did a really good job. Yeah, I agree with that. Arky Bro bicker about Riddle's lack of focus. Orton tells him to concentrate on his upcoming match of Otis. Stop being silly. Stop getting distracted. Stop being a shaman and get on with it. He did say that. Echoing the thoughts of millions. Oh, sorry, wait, wait. <laughs> hang on. Check the thousands, thousands. Uh, Otis beats Riddle. So Orton hits Gable the RK off the bell. But Otis lays him out with an elbow, so which impressive. I was not expecting to see ever so in WWE. Impressive. Yeah. He's impressive. He is impressive. Vince has like remembered <laughs> that Otis exists. Because he's pushed him twice now. He pushed him when he was a face, and now it's as if he's like, who's this guy? He's all right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I always I remember right. that Vince has got a bad memory. Yeah. So he's just had a shave, and Vince's like, <laughs> who's this new guy? Because he's got a body like everyone else has in the hour, Otis. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You, you see lads who look like Otis all the time. All the time. I just want to... I wish we could have had a camera in Mark Henry's living room if he was watching this week's Raw, because he would have watched Otis take his world's strongest slam and just do it better than Mark Henry ever did. And that's a big claim whoa, from me. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, hey whoa, I'm whoa. saying it, boys. I'm saying it. Mark, uh, sorry, Otis's world's strongest slam with a bit of stank on it because he kicked his legs out and went down with it as well. Oh, what a move. Was in contention. Hmm. But Jaili had already happened, so that was already <laughs> wrapped up. <laughs> Henry won the world title with that move. Otis will as well. In fact, he'll win two. To oh, prove at the same point. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Bank of Belair faces Dewdrop again and wins. But Dewdrop attacks after the match and gets her heat back. What little there is of it. However, yeah. I will say this. Yeah, she is just... Uh, what is she going to be? Piper Niven. I guess they put the trademark on they that. put the trademark back, yeah. Yeah. So they get, they're trademarking her own name. Uh, she's that... With the uh, outfit she used to wear at Icy Dub, the style she's wrestling, less and less do drop per week. You love to see it. Yeah, that is a step in the right direction. Belair but... is beating the bad gimmick out of her. <laughs> yeah. I'll now tell you, you what, put, you put it like that, and I'm more encouraged now by this feud because I wasn't too interested in it before. Not I, was, do, do not drop their, not, Belair. Not through, not through their fault, but just the lack of effort right, in right. the story, but. I was really disheartened by the first sort of quarter of this matchup because it was all Bianca Belair doing cartwheels and whatnot and Dewdrop going, ugh, I'm not quite quick enough to get you. And I was like, come on now. This is Piper bloody Niven, for goodness sake. Catch the chicken. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This isn't isn't Nia Jax or someone rubbish like that. You know what I mean? This is a good wrestler, this. And she was going, oh, just missed you. How slow am I? Uh, But at least we got there in the end. 
But she still lost, which is a shame. After because she ran away, didn't she? And then you're thinking, oh, if you run away, please win the the match. You have like back with the same person, so you don't like a a complete idiot. But she did lose it, which was a shame. But there we go. Yeah, you can't have everything, can you, Matthew? You can't always get what you want. Nah. Someone should do a song about that. Yeah. WWE hyped the recruits to their next in line program. Gable Steveson is shown in the front row. And Lashley, Lashley shakes hands with him before facing Kevin Owens, before maybe giving it a wipe afterwards. Owens <laughs> is about to lose the hurt lock, so taps immediately to avoid further damage. Clever Owens. Got the money in the bank now, so to speak. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't Bobby's deadlift dominator. That's what I want to speak about here, because it was incredible. He just went, whoa, yeah. Like a deadlift. <laughs> Is it a deadlift? Oh, yeah. Why? Because he, I mean, he just he just sort of picked Owens up, didn't he? Like, hey! Yeah. No, Owens didn't help him. I'm not saying. Oh, Owens, I see. You're right, you're right. Not saying Owens sandbagged him. Just saying, like Bobby just manhandled a fully grown man. It was incredible. Kevin Owens. I want two to three Lashley. million. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the strategy of Kevin Owens tapping out early, and I, I'd like to guess, and I don't know this. But whenever someone, whenever a wrestler does something clever on WWE, quite a large percentage of the time it's Kevin Owens, which makes me think he pitches these ideas himself. But I don't know that for certain. But I liked it a lot. To a your lot. point, though. <laughs> to your point, though, Jack. I yeah, think yeah. this entire feud's been filled with logic, mm. apart from that one part where Rollins saw red. He saw the red mist, and then he got a DQ, which took away a singles match from him at day one ish. But apart yeah. from that, everyone's been very logical in this, and it's been very nice to see. Yes. Yeah. Becky Lynch comes out to cut a promo, but Liv Morgan interrupts and shows a photo of Becky grabbing the ropes to win their title match. Oh, Liv wants a rematch at day one. They brawl and Becky accepts, but only after injuring Liv's arm with the ring steps. And she's going back, to her, going back to her hot husband and her daughter, a beautiful baby, and yeah. Becky's a heel again, fully. Well, we knew that anyway. We knew that anyway. Yeah. She's still kind of... Yeah. <coughs> You're a you're a heel, boo! Yay, yay, boo! Yay, yay, boo! Yay, boo! In terms of a, a you people promo in WWE, especially on Raw, this is one of the best ones I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> if that makes any sense, because we don't know how the you people promos go and how sick we are of hearing them just about each and every week. But the spin that Becky put on hers this week, it was like watching Shane Warne at the Wacker. Bowling, oh. bowling shite. Oh, nice bowling shite. We're getting, well, we're not getting dicked on currently, but we're, it might, we might be clawing it back there, Matthew, in the ashes. I'm just going to check the score. So we had a good. very, very good day yesterday. The shoots of hope for the, the Angleterre. That's the Did French we? would say. Angleterre, right. they do say Last that. Last night, that we had a, a fairly decent day. Oh, I thought you meant on day one, sorry. Day oh, two. Ross, day I've two. just checked the score. Ross, I've just checked. Australia got to 473 for nine and declared. We are currently 17 for two. Ah. Oh. I drove in in the car this morning. The guy on the radio was like, "Positive day for England." <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but it's a day-night test, so that'll have just happened. Like that hours just ago. happened, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, so we've lost two wickets. Oh dear, we can't bat anymore. Play we cricket. can't play cricket anymore. Positive day for England. One of them's won a scratch card and five pounds <laughs> is in his pocket. Ugh. AJ Styles and almost reconcile backstage. Okay. Obviously, to leave some something, but don't hold This your was breath. strange, this, Matthew, because Omar seemed to forget that he was the one who got pissed off last week because he walked up to AJ. He was like, are we still good? 
Like you were the one who walked Wendy. away. <laughs> but it looks like AJ's t- to me it looked like AJ was starting to turn face in this promo because he was like, I just want the what's the best for the kid. I just want him to be a success. I see money in him. <laughs> either either they've realized they shouldn't have teased the breaker yet, or it's just a fakey and the tension's gonna continue. Yeah. Probably the latter. Do you think? Okay. Unless almost is big, because I, I, I still remember that thing on commentary last week where Riddle was like, he's stupid. He makes mistakes, does Omos. Which, yeah, when you, you hear that sort of stuff, you think, oh, he's been fed that line from the higher-ups backstage. Because that's how the wrestling works and mm. everything's a shoot, brother, brother. I don't know. Bit weird. Mm. Speaking of weird, Dana Brooke and Reggie are walking in the park. Reggie asks Dana on a date where he can give her tips on being the 24-7 champion. He did clarify, he did, he did clarify, not if you don't want, and, and I'm not saying you need the tips, but, so he was a gentleman about it, you know. He's so but, damn sexy, isn't he? Yeah. Just all the women want him all the time. Yeah, he's like and Daniel he Bryan in that era. All the women back as well. <laughs> <laughs> she agrees to the date, but they're ambushed by R-Truth, Tozawa, and Tamina. Reggie holds back Truth and Tozawa while Dana... Fights off Tamina somehow, and the pair escape. Tamina tells Truth and Tozawa to stay out of her way. Tamina oh. was oh, Tamina was in the wrong. I'm sorry, Ross, but Tamina was wrong here. Why? She she said to Truth and Tozawa afterwards. She went, if it wasn't for you two, I would have won the 24 seven title there. That's not true. Our I'll Truth tell you. and Tozawa were engaging Reggie, which left it one on one, and Tamina couldn't put away an inferior opponent in Dana Brooke. I let out an audible, oh, when watching this segment. Because when you watch <laughs> when Dana walks up to Tamina, I thought Tamina was going to do a shoot, release German suplex <laughs> onto the pavement. But she held on, and I was like, oh, my God, Tamina, what are you like, eh? Uh, but uh, she, 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 I think she was healing up there was Tamina. She could have no excuses. It's no. like when Man United used to lose a game, and then Roy Keane would blame the ref, even though he just yeah. beaten by the better team, you know what I mean? Yes. Finn Balor and Damien Priest take on those dirty, dirty dogs. Austin Theory interferes, and as a result, it says here in capital letters, Ziggler pins Balor. What? Ziggler pins Balor? That's <laughs> hu- that's huge. It's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. The toilet <laughs> yeah, alarm. Can them. you hear the toilet alarm? No, not at all. That, as long as it's not coming through, that's all right. Booking decision is set off the toilet alarm. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor, on, sorry, I'll Finn go Balor's got to be one of the most inconsistently booked superstars in recent memory. He was up there when he came back from NXT, and all of a sudden he's down there. Will he yeah. come back up? Doubtful. And there was that weird little feud with Rollins that's gone nowhere, really. That was good, though. They were having yeah. these hard-hitting, thigh-slapping matches at the start of Raws and whatnot. Thigh-slapping for the fans, not the wrestlers. Yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> I bet they were, though. <laughs> Yeah. And then later on, Theory bursts into Vince's office. Oh, to brag about taking Balor out, but Vince isn't satisfied. Theory asks for a match, but instead Vince shows him a pencil. It says the eraser is the important part. I'm not sure what's going on, the note says. Right. No one was sure. This, I thought this was life, sorry, art imitating life, because this is what it's like to be a WWE superstar. Because Vince McMahon, right, he asked Austin Theory to expect the unexpected, all that sort of stuff. Austin Theory did what Vince McMahon wanted him to do. He just did stuff that was unexpected. He was 
doing that thing to other people, what Vince was doing to him with the slap and whatnot. And he's gone backstage to say, was that a good job, boss? And Vince has gone, no, I don't want that. That was, that's what it's like to be a wrestler in real life, I'd agree. You do what yeah. the bosses want, and then they go, oh, it wasn't quite like that. He didn't commit just, the character quite out. And then once you've left and people ask why you were never over, they go, he just oh, it didn't have an edge. Didn't, didn't. It's such a double-edged. It's such a, it's, they move the goalposts is the one I'm looking for yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know where these are going. And I still barely understand the words that are coming out of Vince's mouth. What do you mean? Yeah, when I do figure out what he's saying, I still don't understand. This is being like this and that. What does the what does where's this gonna what's the pencil about? Well, it's because Austin Theory is gagging for a match, isn't he? And Vince is like, it's a reference that only proper wrestling fans will understand because it's the pencil, isn't it? The book the is book. pencil. Right. And yeah. he raises the important oh, part. And he raises the can, important part so he can, can wipe stuff out. And put Austin Theory in. So, oh, which leads, oh, leads me to think that maybe day one, someone might get taken out the match and Austin Theory gets put in the title match. That's what I'm thinking this is going. You know oh. what? You have absolutely nailed that. That's what's happened. Well done. Thanks very well, much, Jack. That's, that's all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really sincere. Like, yeah, just I'm really impressed because yeah, well I had done. no clue what I had no clue what was going on. Because I literally had to pause Raw at the end of this segment and to have a think about it, because the way the segment ended, Vince was sort of like half I don't want to say sentence. He was half noise, just like <laughs> And then it cut and Maurice is coming down the ramp and I'm like, what's going on there? Why has it ended there? So I paused it and sat back and thought about it. And that's the best I could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Cheers do. to the pause. Yeah, that the pauses good. are getting longer here. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, pencil's also good for? For drawing. Money. Right. The pause was worth it in the end, it turns out. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, I, that's all I've got. Uh, Queen Zelina <laughs> beats Rhea Ripley in under... Oh, no. Can we go back to, go back to crap, Vince? <laughs> uh, Queen Zelina beats Rhea Ripley in under a minute after Rhea is attracted by Nikki Ash brawling with Carmella. How has this happened, Matthew? I forgot. That the women's tag division is based around. All right, this month, you guys suck and lose quickly. How is this even happening? How is Rhea Ripley getting beaten in under a minute? Because this is all about Nikki Ash. Because yeah. last week, we had that segment with Jerry Lawler, and then she sort of walked away despondently. And then this week, she said something about... Uh, Most of them that. You did really good last week there, lassie. <laughs> and that she said, like, she had that Rhea Ripley, and then she was like, but I can't do that or something like that. She was losing her confidence. This is leading to the gimmick going away, I reckon. This this is what and this week's role is. Do you think me. her and Rhea will break apart? Will we have a yeah. tag team breakup angle? Oh, yeah. Whoa. And I hope it goes the way which I said on pitches a few months ago, just because I said it, that Nikki becomes like Batman, the anti hero, dark. I'd, li- I'd like it to dark go. Dark Knight. <laughs> I'd like her to go back to being NXT Nikki Cross. Yeah. Oh, she's Cross, going. Nikki. Yeah, she's just going. Oh, I'm so despondent. I've just noticed that my friend uh, Piper Niven is no longer being Dewdrop, really. So, how about I get rid of this? I feel like not <laughs> only did Alexa Bliss take the Fiend's personality, but she took Nikki's as well. Because when they started teaming together, Nikki Cross just became nice person. The Southern Sassy Bell. And Sassy Southern Bell as well. Sassy yeah. Southern yeah. Bell. I always get that the wrong yeah. way around. Oh, yeah, you ruined it, Ross. Yeah. Zelina yeah. Vega, though, shout out to her promo because she was being all Russell Brand-like and then when she got angry with the crowd, she forgot she was a queen and started speaking like... Eddie Kingston. From this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the hand signs there, Ross. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm from New York. Uh, Owens attacks Seth during his match with Lashley, meaning Seth wins and Bobby won't be added to the day one match. However, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville restart the match and it's, Lashley it's wins. Ha ha ha. How dare you use your brain? Uh, I'd be absolutely furious if I was Rollins and Owens there because they've played within the parameters of the rules. But in classic WWE fashion, the goalposts have been moved. Did they ever explain why? Were they like, you can't get away with it like that? Or was that just the implication? It's just when yes. it suits them, Jack. It's just when it suits it them. They're yeah, a pair. Vince McMahon came out for a segment and explained it. He went, hey, 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 all right. They're a pair of bullies, and I think they should be put out to pasture. <laughs> yeah. And that came out wrong. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Deville. I don't want to mix the metaphors. Old, Kill them. <laughs> old Sonia Deville. So old needs to be put out of pasture. <laughs> Sonia Deville, was... Sonia Deville. <laughs> if she doesn't scare you, then Adam will. Oh. There was more logic here, though. Obviously, with Rollins trying to run away from the start, that was good. The counter win would have been fine. Mm. Owens tried, but obviously they just changed the rules to suit their narrative. Control yes, your did. narrative. Like, like Michael narrative. Massey in the F1. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good one. I keep, whenever you say that name, I keep thinking of the Young Bucks dad in that fantastic segment <laughs> <laughs> when Baywatch came to AEW. We'll save you, father. <laughs> so good. I can't scuff my new sneakers. Yeah. Miz <laughs> <laughs> and Maurice hit the ring with Miz nominating himself for the Hall of Fame 2022. He even shows a highlight package. Now, this seemed to confuse a lot of people. I'd like to ask the wrestling experts who set to... Someone on the screen. I realize, whatever, shut up, Matthew. Uh, is he actually in the Hall of Fame? No. Miz? Yeah, because a lot of people reacted as if he was in the Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> this was probably... Yeah, I was. I thought... I, I'd watched it and thought, did I just miss this bit? And Raw isn't that fast going most of the time. So did I miss the fact that Miz is going to the Hall of Fame? And no. all I saw were people talking as if, have you heard Miz is going in the Hall of Fame next year? I'm like, did do I not think, miss it? Do you think did this I, is a sign that people don't actually watch Raw and just yeah. look on I'm, Twitter and yeah. see <laughs> I if, might, you watch, wait. Come on. if you watch yeah, this wait, segment, it was just proper basic bitch heel stuff from The Miz saying, I'm good and Edge is crap. It was, it did nothing apart from Miz getting to say to Edge, you think you know me? Ha, ha, ha. Really crap and really pointless this segment was. Completely. Miz still delivers it well. Yeah, but well, he's what it was, Miz. though. Mm. I should be in the Hall of Fame. Here's a package. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. And then Edge interrupts and they argue, and you're right, it's a step down from last time. Until Miz throws champagne in his face. They fight, and Miz is able to use his finisher after using Maurice as a human shield. She isn't happy, slapping her husband and walking away. It's another breakup angle. It's not. It's not. They're That's not gonna it. Break. Miz, They're not gonna break Miz and Omos are going to get together, and then AJ and Maurice are going to be a I'll thing. I'll tell you what. If. What? If, <laughs> if Maurice. Both on the rebound. If Maurice starts to get with Bobby Lashley, then Vince has got some sort of problem she would me. never go for that Stopped. what about the kids at home young miss. monroe sky and the other one vince has got some yeah sort a little other one vince has got some sort of issue with blonde women not being with huge huge men <laughs> like if a, actually no because rusev's huge and lana was i don't know i i may i'm getting angry about this situation i made up that hasn't happened so I don't know what's going on. I, Miz will win at day one, and it's been a ruse. Maurice will help them win at day mm, one. That's what I'm predicting mm, now. Yeah, But then, we, is Edge going to bring in someone for a mixed tag? WrestleMania. Well, who could it be? Christian Cage? 
Michael P.S. Hayes. <laughs> Imagine you bring Maurice. I'll bring my beautiful P. blonde. It plays my- Edge's theme. They do, 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 but she's do, 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 do. Comes out. It's like... Main event at the Dome when I was nine years old. Michael Hayes. The match is just Michael Hayes just battering. <laughs> That's not funny. Wait, it is. <laughs> Oh. oh god! I don't know, then, like, because he was then, right, he sings, he was... then he sings "Bad Street." After. Bad Street. <laughs> <laughs> him and Edge are just sorry. Hey. Yeah, and... Oh my god! I remember seeing on Twitter a little while ago. I wish Young Jamie was here to pull this up, but Edge put a, a video on Twitter of him doing the Michael Hayes strut with Bad Street playing, like chasing his kids around the house. So there's a tie in there. Edge's beautiful blonde is indeed Michael PSAs. <laughs> Could be Gangrel as well, just to throw in another option. <laughs> Seth and Kev want to give Big E a pep talk before his match with Lashley, but he says he doesn't need their help. This was funny. I found Big E annoying on this episode because Seth and Kev were just the lads. They were just all in it together, and Big E did not want to play ball. He wants Lashley in the match. He wants to prove that he's... Big E was a killjoy for me this week. He was taking notes diligently, though. Mm. He was. Fair play, that's true. I think it was a killjoy. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll beat you all up. Good, that's what I want from a fighting show. No, have some fun with Seth and Kevin for one week. Just beat one of them. Why would you want to have fun with this these lads? Who he's been feuding with the last few weeks. <laughs> but they're all, like, they're all like, come on, you can do it, Big E. And he's like, leave me alone. I was like, oh, I just wanted to see yeah. them all have fun they've been together. Kicking, they've been kicking the, 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 the sugar honey ice in Seattle from recently. Yeah, they have. Right. Yeah. They're not you're, friends. You're, I'm the, I am being illogical, but it would have been nice, in my opinion. It would have been nice. Oh, well, that's nice. all right then. They all had a big hug afterwards. Uh, they interfere anyway, despite Biggie's orders. So Biggie and Lashley fight them off. MVP hits Biggie with his cane, allowing Lashley to win. And he's in the title match at day one. It's a four way now. Who's winning that four way? Austin. Theory. I thought I knew. <laughs> no. Oh, God. I can't call it. I reckon it'll be Kevin Owens, me. I reckon those those a big tweet, reward. He's been putting those tweets out, and he like, I'll I'll win the title at day one, and people will rejoice. Bit of a wink oh. and a nudge to the young books. I know it's different, yeah. but you know, I like a bit of salacious news in my wrestling. That wasn't uh, salacious, was it? And then yeah, I love it. was doing the subtle references to AEW, and then I'm gonna uh, book myself to be in every segment and be a good guy. Yeah, I would love it. Well, I could you? Sorry, that was a bit, that was a bit <laughs> cynical, wasn't it? I do apologize. Um. I would love it if Kev won, and I hope he does. But I, I don't know. I, I had a weird feeling that Rollins was going to win, but now that Lashley's involved, I'm not sure. I might see if I can go down to my local Paddy Power and stick a £5 note on Austin Theory becoming champion at day one. <laughs> Fair play. I'll tell you that's the thing I'm actually looking to see if I can put a, a bet on at Ladbrokes or whatever betting people pull on. Currently, the Queen isn't War Queen. Uh, is the third... In a longest, oh come on, get this right, Matthew. Come on, you have no sleep. You can get this right. Um, longest tenure, tenure, no, longest reign. There we go. Uh, uh, Is WWE uh, champion? What's happening here? That's what yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to say. Champion. That's the thing. I'm doing a horrible job of it. She's the longest. She's reigning the WWE champion of the United reigning. Kingdom. Oh longest, God, come she's on. The third longest reigning global monarch in the world. Yes. Okay. Ever? Not ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In terms of all time, she's third. And if she lives another year and a bit, she'll be second. I Longest she, reign of all time. This is this is in any 
monarchy, right? Yes. Okay, right, got you, got you. Because I know she's the longest just for us. But and, right, yeah. okay. and you can bet on her living another year and a bit. I just want to see if I can do it, because I think <laughs> that'd be a good thing to have a bet on. Imagine the drama when another story of her hurting her back comes out. Right. Matthew's, I actually on care. The edge. Matthew's on the edge of his seat. The queen has stubbed her toe. Oh no, me fiver. This is very morbid. This is really, really bad. Yeah. You know, hey, good innings though. Oh, no, oh, hey, God, I know. Obviously, you know. yeah. Go on, Lizzie. Aye. I watched part of her BBC death uh, package when I went to the Media City in 2012. Oh, yeah. I think you told oh, us. Oh, really? So. They've had it ready since the 70s. But you've watched it, you've seen a bit of it. I've seen a bit of it, yeah. Ooh. Has it been updated since then, or? Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the prime of her life. Queen <laughs> died tragically young. <laughs> Philip was there by her side. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Boom. Yeah, that's, that's the joke's over, lads. Let's move on. Yeah, that's Just a bit more exciting and uplifting. NXT. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Grayson Waller. I can't, is, do, I can't do this. Go on, you're ready. You're, you're ready, Jack. Come I on. I can't do this. Think of the highlight. <laughs> Monday Night Raw was, was a breeze this week. Let's see if NXT is even less. Grayson Waller is booed as he arrives at the arena. Cameron Grimes. Oh, is that it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, no, oh, yeah. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah, there just, was a lot oh. of little Grayson Waller bits. I've, I've mentioned some of yeah. them. Can I just I say? I thought. Oh, go on. Grayson Waller is bloody terrible. Uh, yes. Wait, yeah. why? <laughs> he just wears a shirt and he's got glasses on. He speaks a few words, but there's nothing there, is there? Ah, he's Australian. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, it's, this is in terms of a character. I'm not saying I'm going to go to his wrestling because I assume he's a good wrestler. I've not really seen too much of him, apart from the elbow drop at War Games and a couple other things. But as a character, <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Well, he was a he was a party guy, wasn't he? Remember when he came out, a nuisance. He was a party man. A yeah, nuisance. A pain, a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Him and LA Knight feuded over who the bigger pain in the ass was on That's the right. NXT roster. Uh, and now now he's, I want to get the Twitter moment, but well, I also hate yeah, people on Twitter. He's all about he's all uh, about the clout, isn't he? He's a clout chaser. That's uh-huh. his thing. All right, he's a clown. <laughs> he's a hey. He chases clowns. <laughs> So the most true Geordie Ross has ever been. Get, get that bitch back to the circus where he belongs, eh? I think he's crappy. I really am done with NXT. And I I just want to, because it's, ah, oh, I want to see it be good. I do want to see it be good. But I'm looking at your, your Grayson Wallers and your, your Dull Hudsons, which we're about to speak about now. Oh, and I can't, I can't get behind, I can't sit here and just say to the, the loyal watchers of Cultaholic Wrestling that I'm enjoying something I just I'm fed up with because it's terrible by and large. There's some good parts. But here we go. Dull Hudson. Yeah, well, <laughs> good job, Grayson Wallows in 18 segments this week. <laughs> uh, then the first match, Cameron Grimes takes on Dull Hudson <laughs> in a no falling asleep, wake up, no DQ match and survives being put through the poker table. Oh, yeah, they the had some moments in the match, though. It had some moments. Yeah, no, it, there were some nice bumps, I'll admit that. It's weird, though, that I think we're three consecutive weeks of there being NXT either war games or brawls or stuff where their idea of, all right, carnage is bins and canes. Yeah. It's like they're not varying it up at all. It's like, right, it's an ODQ match, so get the bins and canes. Hey, it's the PG era, brother. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, this match definitely ended up in one of those items. And yes, Dull Hudson lost. Few. So this feud's hopefully over. And then they did the thing where it's like, oh, time to reveal. Oh, it was a wig. And Dull Hudson has to do 
He did Dull several. Surprise. No, he did several different facial expressions. He did. Go on. He did a few. What it went from. I like to call it bus stop me. Like Dull Hudson's default <laughs> face, his poker <laughs> face, his bus stop. You know, he's wait, you're waiting for the bus. It's like. But when the wig came off, it was. He did that slightly, and then yeah. like. Well, had like two or three, maybe. It was fantastic. But to be fair to Dill Hudson, this was his best match, I thought, in NXT by Country Mile. His leaping German suplex where he leaped over the top rope and then went ba-bow. Fantastic. His razor's edge reversal by Cameron Grimes into the barricade. Fantastic stuff. His facial expressions, all two or three of them, fantastic. He's still dull as dishwater. Oh, bless him. (laughs) So hard. They obviously looked at him and went, all right, you're a poker player. Is it because I'm smart? No, it's because you've got no facial expressions whatsoever. Make him a bus driver. Make, what's the lanky fellow off, um, on the buses called, Matthew? Make him oh, him. The lanky yeah. fellow off the buses? <laughs> no, on the buses. On, what's that show I know what called? you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, sorry, I'm... It's a bit gormless, like... It's a good life on the buses. Yeah, on the buses. Oh, no Back idea. in the day. Oh. And they'd show a bunch of them, and they'd be the on the bus, on the bus. <laughs> Uh, nice wordplay there. Nice wordplay. Thank it's, you. Oh, Blakey. Blakey, that's the one. Megan Blakey from on the. Is it on the buses? Off the buses? On the buses. On the buses. Wax on, wax off. Make him yeah, pin. Oh, that's how he trains for oh, his fight. Uh, on the buses. Off the buses. On the bus is the, That's the name of the thing. Sorry, the when sitcom I was just, from back oh, in the day. right. Oh, so I've never heard of it. Sorry, that was my. You ever seen my on the buses? With the, the confusion. No. Was it seventies, Matthew? Uh, uh, Sixty-nine to seventy-three. <laughs> I've seen the British Empire. That's a good one. You know what? It's good oh. we're talking about this for NXT because the same demographic that watches or remembers on the bus the same people that watch NXT in America. Hey, that got proved <laughs> oh. on Twitter this week, the Carmelo Hayes thing. Do you see that? So I think she like she was 73, bless her. And she was like, this, oh, is, my, all right. this is my first... She had a sign there in the... in the What is this? Is it still a CWC? Whatever they're shooting in these days. Um, she's like, this is my first NXT. I'm 73 years old. I'm here to see Carmelo Hayes. That oh. was nice, that. That was nice, that. But it also proved... That 73 is probably the median age of all NXT viewers. <laughs> so they're embracing it at least. Yeah, this is all people watching this. Great. Uh, you see, the other thing as well, they've fallen below the... Because, uh, again, ratings talk is very dull, and that's it's interesting. And they've fallen underneath what Law & Order repeats get in terms of ratings. Oh. I mean, that's not... That, to be fair to Law & Order, it's not been on for too long. Law & Order is a big show. <laughs> Almost as long as on the buses. <laughs> <laughs> on the buses. On the buses. I love that's getting brought up. Uh, <clears throat> backstage, Dakota Kai warns Cora Jade about aligning herself with Raquel Gonzalez, but Cora ignores her. Right, and so that rhymes. What I've done in this recap is I've had to jump around a little bit because things would happen and then be resolved like five segments later. So some things are early and, you know. I love it because Bruce, Brucey's uh, special prize is really just having lots of stuff happening. <laughs> But by doing it, nothing happens at all. Yeah. It's a bizarre thing where you recap it and go, wow, that almost sounds exciting. <laughs> and then it isn't. Uh, later on, the two have a match with Cora. No, they have a match with Cora. There we go. Wins after Kai tries to use her shovel. Dakota beats her down afterwards, but Gonzalez makes the save. Toxic attraction, distract Jade, allowing Mandy Rose <laughs> to lay her out. So many things going Lots on. Lots of things. So much. It's too, too much on the nose for me that... Cora Jade is to be the underdog of any story. Like, she was going to get 
impaled by this shovel, but then, oh, the referee takes it. It's just won by a fluky roll-up after what happened at War Games as well with yeah. her arm falling yeah. off and then Yuri Shirai putting it back in. It's a bit too on the nose for me. She's, yeah. she's likable enough without having to be booked like that because it's going to go I, the, the wrong way if they keep doing it like this, isn't it? And I'd get it if... I'd get it if she was like Lana, where any match Lana was in for a while, she'd be terrified and like wouldn't know what to do. And it didn't work that well because we'd seen Lana be stronger and confident. But with Cora Jade, like she doesn't wrestle like Lana. Like she is a proper like seasoned wrestler. I know she's not that old, but she? she's clear, she clearly knows how to wrestle. Is what I mean. Like she clearly. Well, I think this she's match pretty... wasn't the best example to say that. Like I don't... no, no, it no, rough no, around no. the edges, wasn't it? But we've all taken several million bumps ourselves to say that. Of course, yes. of course. <laughs> but she, Oof. but she doesn't. You know, she doesn't present. She's not presented as like a fish out of water. It's like here's Cora Jade. She is a wrestler. So why is she in all this all this peril all of the time? Because she's twenty years old. I've never heard about this, but she's twenty years old. I hate twenty mm. year olds, man. They mentioned it about a million times this week. She's twenty, you know. How dare you be twenty? Yeah. Like, but sometimes it sounds like it's an excuse. Oh, imagine she's wrestling. Imagine being twenty in twenty twenty one. It's pathetic. Oh, you'd be TikToking and they weren't saying, even born. I can relate Jackass. to Grayson Waller. I yeah, also were, chased yeah. clowns. They weren't even born when Jackass was on the telly. <coughs> oh, might have just been out there when Jackass the movie came out, but when it was on the TV. Generation Us talking about Jackass day. the movie is like listening to me dad talk about on the buses. <laughs> Do you ever think? <laughs> oh no, I don't like this. Like ten years, like ten years before I was born. Even just a few years before I was born, that was th- that was the '80s, which feels like miles away. I've had a crisis. Cora Jade has made me have a crisis. I'm sorry. This is why we don't like Cora Jade because yeah, like, boo, we hate you. I hate them. <laughs> Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, the tag team of BJ and BJ, go to a country festival with Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. What was this? They this all so have a fun, fun time. <laughs> Hang on, don't interrupt. They all have a fun time despite their musical differences. Ha ha ha! It says here for some reason. Ha ha ha! What was this? What I learned here is that drugs are a good time for everyone concerned. <laughs> no matter what setting you put yourself in, you too can like something you don't like if you just take some drugs, because I reckon the two lasses were off their tits. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> but that is the gimmick, isn't it? The festival goers, that's the gimmick. I've also got to be, I've got to, I've got to be critical towards Casey Catanzaro, the enemy of romance, because, was it? <laughs> because that's a new gimmick. God, oh, that's a new name. Yeah. Because I can't remember which one of the lads Caden Carter was dancing with, but she was into it. Like, they were having a nice time together. And then Casey was like, no, no, come and dance with me instead. Oh, let it happen. Go on. Ah, free free love. Yeah. Was snobby. Yeah. But it was some, there was some fantastic line dancing on show. And I know this <laughs> because my grandma used to have all the VHSs of all the line dancers. So oh, girls too. When I was a kid, I would watch a fair few line dances. And let me tell you, they could line dance. <laughs> yeah, my grandma could. Uh, yeah. It was, what was the song? Um, I don't tell my heart. Make you bring me Yeah. And, but I, being a kid and therefore really stupid and bad at remembering certain things, was talking about my grandma one time in class. Because my grandma, she stays fit. She does the... The, oh, what's it called? The, the break dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma does break dancing. Oh, yeah. 
coming to NXT 2.0 soon. <laughs> Casey Casanzaro <laughs> portrays the freak dancing grandma. <laughs> that, that's a gimmick. <laughs> Grayson Waller cuts a bit... A big heel promo about his attack on Gargano last week, saying Johnny Outstate is welcome. Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. He says that he's been <laughs> oh. partying with celebrities while he complained about him online. Well, well, we can sorry, while well, we complain about. Oh, him we complain about him. Oh, we're doing that now. Damn it! Checkmate, yeah. Grayson Waller. <laughs> uh, he doesn't need friends to make it to the top. He only needs himself. It was a very uh-huh. by the by the numbers heel promo, wasn't it? He didn't really, apart from the I've been partying with celebrities, which. It was a bit out of the blue. Apart from that, it was really sort of standard heel stuff, I think. By this celebrities, is... was it that old biddy that came to watch Camilla Hayes? <laughs> <laughs> this That's is all what I mean, though, lads. This is what I mean, though. He's got nothing about him, has he? In terms yeah. of gimmick and character and whatnot. It's like... What well, no, he's supposed to be an influencer type, time? but he's not doing any of this. Yeah, they what could celebrities? Take this, they could take this he murdered Princess Diana <laughs> at the end of last week's NXT, <laughs> right? That's wait, 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 what? That's what he did last week. The Princess Diana of NXT 2.0 was killed by Grayson Waller. And he's come out this week, right? Does that mean that Champa is Prince Charles? (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Right. No, he'd be be dirty, wouldn't he? Would he be dirty? No, because they broke up. He'd be Charles. He would be Charles, yeah. And then the NXT NXT title is Camilla Parker Bowles. Right, but he did that, right? And we should be hating this guy no matter what. He should breathe and we're like, boo. But this promo, man, come on. They could take this influence of things. The the seed of an idea is there that could be really good, but they've really not right. gone in on it enough at all. Like, like the Gacy thing. It's like, oh, let's see where this goes. This could be the best gimmick ever. No, that- not like the Oh, Gacy no, thing. never mind. All right. And then it was like, oh, an influencer. That's actually very cutting edge right now for wrestling gimmicks. They're everywhere. They're starting rubbish, fake, fixed boxing promotions and everything else like that. Yeah, and all the rest. And uh, we just got Grayson Waller going, I'm really great. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. I don't owe any of you an explanation. Like, we don't like you to begin with, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you turn on people who don't like you. I don't know, do you? Vic, Vic Joseph as well, by the way, he's a dickhead too. Right, because he goes, uh, he's uh, sorry, uh, what's his name? Grayson Wallace saying all this stuff, but he's not even verified on Twitter. Oh, stick that up your ass, Vic. Vic, eh? Huh? You're now, stupid. You're dressing like a, a Halloween costume. Vic can do <laughs> one, right? <laughs> that one cut deep. Because that was a Charlie Nicholas insult from me there. <laughs> sorry. Me and Ross have been promised, I can't remember how many times exactly, two to three times by a young phrase of Porter that. He's, he'll, he'll say to us, we'll come into work one day and he'll be like, lads, I've solved it. I know how to get you verified on Twitter. And we're like, well, at first we were like, oh, interesting. Okay, we'll try this out. It didn't work. Second time, lads, I've cracked it now. But this time we're like, it's not going to work, is it? Didn't work. Third time, Fraser goes, guys, I've cracked it. I know how to get you verified on Twitter. We try. Doesn't work. Fraser gets verified and Jack Atkins. It's starting to take the piss, Matthew. This time next year, Rodney, me and you will be verified on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Vic went down in my estimations when he said that. <laughs> As if unverified people don't count. I bet I've got more followers than you, Vic. Let's have a check. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, Let's have a check. You will. Uh, you will what's your second name, Vic? Joseph. 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 <laughs> what's this? <laughs> Look at Ross pretending he doesn't know. I didn't know. I had a black. Vic Joseph, oh. do he has. Oh. Da, 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 da. 
Million? 21.5 thousand followers. Oh, that is a lot for Victor. I realize everybody watches NXT follows him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got 96. Matthew's got more than me, so shove that up your pipe, Vic, with your blue tick. Yeah, but it's only because I get like 500 new followers every time I post someone sign the crowd that says, you know, Final Fantasy 3 is good. <laughs> you know the, ah, you know the, the cheapest blue, clout. You know the blue tick's actually a white tick? Oh. Just with a blue background. Interesting point made there. Is this, the, is this, <laughs> is this dress blue or white? The internet <laughs> is divided. Oh, that was black and blue for me. Yeah, black and blue. Oh, I'm not. No, come on, lads. Come on. What were you, Matthew? No. What okay. did you see? Come on, Matthew. Was he a white or gold? I saw, or black I saw a blue one. There yeah, we're all, we're, all, we're, all, yeah, we're all cool. No, I'm not getting sucked into this. No, we'll move on. Uh. It's time for... Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. God. I'll say this. As <laughs> soon as I saw, it's time for Lashing Out or Lash Legend. My guess, <laughs> our jacket time. I almost tear my quad reaching for the, the skip option. So here we go. Here's the recap. Uh, they talk about their rivalry with the grizzled young veterans and say they'll win. The former Mei Ying stumbles past. Uh, later on, the two teams I have a match. Yeah, I if you want to elaborate on that no, segment a bit right. more, you can now. No, there's nothing okay. more to it, is there? Yeah. Wendy Chu, as her name is now, is basically is a boo from Monsters, Inc. She's got the onesie on and a blankie and a, mm. all that sort of stuff. And she literally just walked through and sat down. That was her role in that segment. Is she going to be like the girl from The Ring or something? Not that The Ring is in the wrestling ring. The Ring is in the, the horror yeah. film. Mate, I don't know. I don't think so. she's just a sleepy, a sleepy girl. Oh, yeah, Hailing like, from the well, <laughs> she's not like a zombie, is she? She's no, just... it's just a tired little baby who's an yeah. adult. She's okay. playing a a, U- a European wrestling fan, watching all the American stuff at <laughs> yeah. one AM. Yeah. yeah. Uh, her interest music could be bird song. Anyway, <laughs> uh, jacket time and the other ones have a style strong. Any thoughts here? Yeah, jacket time beat the grizzled young veterans. That's a bit mad. It's a nail in the coffin, isn't it? Yeah. For the what was that? I can't remember. What I called them the other day. This the, I can't went by. Oh, here. um, crime time and the no uh, from Oliver Twist. Yeah, uh, Canivers. The oh no, it's got me head. Scouser. The Vic Josephs. Oh, the Liver Canivers. That was it. The Liver Canivers. Yes. Just oh. to go with crime time because it's got a rhyme. That's what they do. They steal things. Haha. Uh, right. Yeah, this was what it was. I thought it was no right man. It was quite sad to see Kushida doing like wrestling rings around Zach Gibson at the start of the match because then you think, oh, that's Kushida in jacket time. And that's like, that'll be lost on me more than it is other wrestling fans who like New Japan more than I do. So I can't imagine how they were feeling watching that if they do watch NXT, which is doubtful. Hmm. But there we Probably go. like all those Michinoko Pro fans tuning in to WF and seeing Kai and Tai lose every single week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird, though, because I remember thinking, ah, oh, I love Zach Gibson, his promo skills, but I'm not sure the stereotypes of Liverpool will translate to American TV. <laughs> Fast forward a few years, and there he is stealing stuff, and that's his gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. As, um, as Ross mentioned this week, um, they never followed up on Gyro's toilet trip at War Games. That was just for no reason, then. That was just for no reason. What... what what was the follow-up going to... Oh, I want to use follow-up in, um, in this uh, well, what context. What was the point of it? We then, saw then? the follow-through. Poo oh. <laughs> 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 is funny. Oh, man. Right, next up. Ivy Nile beats <laughs> Amari Miller by submission. We then get a series of short interviews and promos with a... <laughs> 
all the favourites. Yes. Zion Quinn, Robert Stone, Joe Gacy, and come Tuesday. No, Matthew. I'm going to smash oh, I was and really beat them for... into the ground with my I hands. Just, I was so looking forward to I put come Tuesday in the middle so that it would catch you off guard. I'm devastated. Oh, I'm sorry, you mate. Saw, no, I saw it coming up and went, I'll do it last. It. Yeah, the yeah, maximum yeah. impact. The rule fair, of fair four. Play. Fair play. Yeah. Right, so Ivy Nile, right? I thought those two lasses maximised their minutes. That was a nice little match. I thought where yeah. they moved around the ring, it was very fluent. Very fluent? Very fluid. Both. Very fluent. fluent could work. It can be fluent, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Come Tuesday comes on, right? Come Tuesday, <laughs> cutting his promo, where he's going to beat and <laughs> smash him into the ground. It's so... It's like going back and watching our first YouTube video. That's what a, a, a Come Tuesday promo is. <laughs> It's like one of those Tesla cars they've taught how to wrestle. <laughs> just, just reversing, a, going in the, the, the wrong lane, hitting cyclists. If there got he a is, problem, Ron Wagner. If they've got a problem, they're going to have to say it to my face. My ah. massive face. <laughs> Leave his massive face alone. There's more issues at play here than his big forehead, Matthew. Come on. Mate, I switched over the lawn all the other stations. A part of his head was still there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's a special victims unit. I went, go away. Shoo. You're going to be in the special victims unit. Don't say that. Oh, no, my God. No. Because he'll oh. smash. Oh, no. All the sex crimes. Oh, no. I just meant a and I just meant a and e Oh, no. What's he mixed mean... up there? I didn't. I he said, you'll be the special, saw, big, thought, uh, special crimes unit. I went, no, that's what the I, sex I thought, crimes I thought, are. I didn't realize the special victims yeah. unit was really... Oh. Sex crimes. I thought it was just A and E. Next week on NXT, come <laughs> Tuesday, it takes Matthew to the woods. <laughs> I really thought, I really thought oh. that it was um, that it was just A and E. Well, I've never watched Law and Order, so you could tell. We get a vignette with Riddle and oh god, you know, let's go back to sex crimes. Uh, Riddle and MSK. <laughs> Riddle goes through their bag, which contains a lot of... A lot of... Hey, hey, hey. A lot of stuff. Alleged. A lot of stuff. We've got to say alleged there. Lads. Including a baseball bat. A traffic cone. And the old United States title belt. Yeah, the spinner. John Cena's, yeah. Uh-huh. He tells them to clear their minds, and they all ride away on scooters, which are soon to be banned in this country because gits keep on throwing them in the rivers. Oh, do they? Is it, there's a few cities that are already getting rid, starting to ban them, aren't they? The, the E1s, well, we had the, the, the bi- We had the bikes, didn't we? And they kept getting thrown in the time. But now you oh, need yeah, to put your the bikes. Yeah, yeah. now you need to put your uh, is it driver's license or something on them when you, you yeah you have to app. prove you can actually drive legally. Yeah, so you can go on the road. Yeah. This segment, I didn't understand what was going on. No. I understand it's it's funny to have a Mary Poppins bag. Maybe I guess that's funny. <laughs> um, but the scissors, the batteries, the glasses, an earbud. I thought that was the closest weed reference. Because of Bud. I think they sent, they sent them away to, like, kill time so that they wouldn't... They, this people would stop booing them and there was a whole thing with disease, like, family and stuff. But then they're going to come back less popular than they were because these are really annoying segments. Yeah, at least, at the very least, Riddle, I, I don't think by himself, is a good character on Raw. I've said many times before. But at least Riddle and Orton have chemistry and work together. One's, one's dopey and the other one's randy. You know, this is just two dopey. Randy, you're gonna have, you're gonna balance it. You can't have two dopeys. You're gonna have a serious one and a, a, right. uh, and a not so serious one. You got two dopeys. It's just, it's classic head cheese. It's the three stooges. No, that would if they were. Yeah, what? yeah, it is. Three, yeah, yeah. three, three dopeys, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's Ed, Ed and Eddie. How many more? <laughs> Name it threesomes now. Are we great? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be great. Well, we got away from the Izzy situation, so you won't get booed as much. You go out and get booed twice as hard. Yeah. I don't. I've been wishing for Izzy's parents. There was there was surely a reference in this segment somewhere, but I I didn't get it. I don't know if there was. They pulled things out of a bag. Well, just that the bag was like the TARDIS. Like you couldn't. It was way bigger inside than what it seemed. And oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was the that was the joke. That, Who, yeah. that, who's doing these segments? And I'm thinking know. of Yike Manjiro as well from when he from War Games. He was watching those happen. And then seeing them edit together and thinking, yes, this is progressing things nicely on my professional wrestling <laughs> show. Who is it? Is it Bruce? Someone's looking up and going, Sit- sitcoms, yeah, I could do them. And they're going, no, I could do the comedy, but the situation I can't do. <laughs> I'll just write something funny and then the rest can write itself, I guess. Imagine if a man had a poo. There we go. Bang it, it in. I, if get they the pulled show. out, oh, it's uh, Jack of Times poo. How'd that get in here? <laughs> that might yeah. have actually... It would have been disgusting. It wouldn't have made any sense, but it would have been at least some build-up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've definitely hired the family guy writing team to write NXT 2.0 with the massive manatees just picking balls out of the Oh, pool. the manatees. Yeah, yeah. There's a reference for you. That, I actually got that one. Cheers. You nerd. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Harland wins his NXT debut against Guru Raj and beats him up afterwards until Joe Gacy calms him down. Later on, a group of referees and agents are trying to get Harland out of the building. He throws Brian Kendrick down a flight of stairs. He takes a nice bump in the process because he's Brian Kendrick. Hates to be way. just like to thank uh, Orlando Prison for letting Harland out to wrestle on NXT this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, it was a squash match, and then he murdered Brian Kent. Well, we don't know if he murdered. He didn't murder. He's 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 injured. He's injured. Yeah, he's he injured, injured Brian him. Kendrick. She's throwing him down the stairs. It's the it's the concerto of no. What's like a really bad thing in wrestling, like in in terms of injuring your opponent, like not shaking their hand before the match. Because <laughs> because in coronation Street, like in Soapland, if you throw if you throw someone down the stairs, they instantly die. So that's... Oh, I get you. Like, uh, like taking a pile driver on the outside in Memphis. Last weekend. Yeah, what's Actually, yeah, where's a good finish in wrestling? There isn't, what, there isn't one anymore. Last weekend, when, we, when I was hungover from the Christmas party, I watched Casualty for the first time in <laughs> years. Casualty's changed. Like, it's all Hollywood and special... It's all, like, shot cinematically and stuff. Like, you know how Coronation Street once a year will do, like, a big cinematic episode? Yeah. It's like that, but every episode of Casually is like this. And a woman got pushed down the stairs and, and died. But um, the main character from Casually is a Charlie. He's in front of a door, and the door, and there's like been a gas leak, and the door, it's like Mission Impossible, like he flies back. I was like, is this Casually? <laughs> like, what's going on? It's a big <laughs> shift in tone. It is funny because I, I, I remember and, the Coronation and, and, Street. And I loved it, by the way. It was oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff that just is great when you're high or, sorry, recovering from. Um, I didn't mean to say that. Recovering from a yes, hangover. Yes, you did, you bad boy. <laughs> no. Let's carry on. Um, I remember the Coronation, was it Coronation Street where the train derailed? Yeah, the, the, or the tram. The little rattle, the tram, yeah. that was it, was it? Yeah, I remember like that was hyped up, like the second coming, and you watched it, and you just remembered like, how far behind like CGI is on TV in this country. What are you talking about? We saw the driver plummet towards the camera <laughs> off the high bridge. What more do you want, Matthew? 
Oh, <laughs> 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 oh no! <laughs> uh, so great. Uh, anyway, where are we? Oh yeah, Harland. Yeah, oh, yeah. Harland looked um, big, like a big, big yeah. bear. I don't know. Yeah, I can't wait to see more of him. I want to know where we shoot these promos where he's behind the glass because that can only be prison, but it can't be prison because he was let out this week to do the wrestling. It's on yeah, day maybe, release. Yeah, maybe it's some sort of like like maybe oh, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think using that type of logic will not do you any favors watching NXT. Right, we've been through all the crap. Now it's time for the good yes. part of NXT. <laughs> That's right. It could mean only one thing: The Rock gets out of his car yeah. and calls out. Grayson Waller. This was only his fifth mention this episode. This was the most rock promo I've ever seen from LA Knight. This was really, there was a bit, I can't exactly remember what he said, but there was a bit where I was like, that is just Let me tell you, Jack, some little chickadee was feeling the the cavorka of LA Knight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. What's the cavorka? I'll have a look. How do you spell it? Well, I don't know, but I've written it down. C-A, Vorka. Yeah, I've written it down phonetically like that. C-A-V-O-R-C-A. Some little chickadee. Chickadee. (laughs) Only he could get away with that sort of behavior. LA Knight's the rock. Uh, So they're still feuding. Well, Jack's checking that out. Later on, Waller gets heat. Oh, Oh. Urban Dictionary. Kavorka. Oh, God. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> but what? What was the context it was used in again? Sorry, some little chickadee as well. Some little chickadee was feeling the cavorka of LA Knight. Yeah, it's really apt. It's really good. Uh, it originated in Latvia, and it means the lure of the animal. <laughs> I've got the cavorka. I'm dangerous. I'm very dangerous. Is the? Uh, is the? I was thinking. Oh no! It was hang like... on. Oh no! Hang on! Hang on. Oh no! Hang on. It means that. Y- it means that you're really irresistible. It's like you're really sexy. I don't know if it, I don't know if it works anymore. <laughs> he's trying she to was, say that he's like I don't know. She was feeling the sexiness of the rock. Who was the woman in the car? Oh, I thought the he was chickadee. Call, I thought the he was chickadee. calling. I thought he was calling Grace and a chickadee. No, no. Last week he drove away with a chickadee in the front seat. Oh, didn't he? I thought he meant like when I, I thought he meant when I beat up Grace and Waller or when I pwned him. He was feeling yeah. the Kavorkin. I beat him Waller so wishes. hard, he's now sexually attracted to me. I don't know what to do. Help. Okay. Now it makes... Now it makes All feuds of wrestling should happen that way. Now it makes perfect sense. Kavorka means the lure of the animal, and it works well in context. With Ellie Knight and the chickadee. Uh, later on, Wala gets heat from lots of superstars backstage, Ooh, including Io Shirai and Bron Breaker, who kick him out of the locker room. And oh, then Bron even did, more. Yeah, Bron Breaker did. Yeah. That's right. On the Grayson Waller hour, back in the car park, Waller gets into LA Knight's car and drives off with a girl, revealing Knight beaten down on the ground. It's not confirmed that this was the sh- same chickadee or a different now, chickadee. No, it was a chick- different chickadee. It was daddy's, it was a different chickadee. daddy's, daddy's girl. Was it? it? Was. Yeah. I, remember, I was going to ask, was it? Was, it, was it Richie Rich? Because when, when Eero <laughs> Shirai was with her, it's Tiffany, isn't it? I don't know. Stratton. It's the one who's at the the, the country club. Because daddy, um, daddy sent her there. Yeah. She was telling him off with Yoshi. Well, she was there when Yoshirai was telling him off. But she goes, you, was it da- her in the Daddy car? says you're a bad man or something like that. Oh, my God. It, it looked like so, her in the front seat, yeah. It makes so much sense. Does it? For them to be paired together. It's like Tommy Fury and Molly May. Yes. Who? The lo- off Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Fury, you know. I don't think he's the boxer, is he? 
Well, the, Molly May's the, the last that he got with on Love Island, and right. she's an influencer. So it all, oh, it just works. I, I haven't watched Love Island since Callum Best was there. I'd, I've not either, but I, I, maybe I did watch. No, I didn't watch the series with Tommy Fury. I watched the one before it, but I've heard of him and Molly May. They're big influencers, guys. Grayson Waller wishes he was Tommy Fury. Yeah. Yeah. But I, he's, he stole a car. He stole The Rock's car. The Rock's prize Corvette. This is up there with when the Dirty Dogs mugged Baron Corbin and no one cared. What do you mean? Up there. It's worse. <laughs> They've nicked his yeah. Corvette. Yeah. You can't give the Kavorka to the Chickadees now without the Corvette. <laughs> you, can't just, you can't just steal someone's car and it'd be okay because it's wrestling. Yeah, you can. Austin did it a million times <laughs> with different vehicles, didn't he? You wouldn't steal someone else's car. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't download a chickadee. Wah, 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 wah. We <laughs> see Dakota Kai you and Raquel Gonzalez. You wouldn't your promotion to the WWE Network. Oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. Rolling in the back. Later, Raquel uh, challenges Kai to a street fight to settle this once and for all. So looking forward to even more bins and canes next time. Yeah. Uh, Tony D'Angelo takes on Andre Chase and wins. Go on. He calls out Pete Dunne, who heads the ring and breaks Tony's fingers and gets his mouth guard back. Why did he need that mouth guard back? Because it's his. You can make a you new one. Made again. If someone steals from something from you and then comes on TV and goes, look what I've got, you better take it from him. I wouldn't mind him coming out and beating him up. But I don't know why he needed the mouth guard. It's a bloody back. gum shield, not it's a his. red Corvette. What do you mean? It doesn't matter if it's, <laughs> yeah. his, it's, it's his mouth guard or a Corvette. What do they cost, like 100, 100 quid or something like that? They get the, the moulded gum shields. I wasn't a rugby player, I don't know. I, 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 oh, I was, lads. Don't worry. When I was younger... And it it wasn't that expensive, although for a, like a professional one, the Pete Dunne would want. Maybe it yeah. is that much. Maybe it is that expensive. Well, you bite also, into the mold and whatnot and get it. I, done it was properly, horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. You had to boil it, in, boil water, and put it in the boiled water, then bite it. That's one of the cheap ones because I had one of those for PE. Oh, I had a cheap one. I had a cheap one. Then. <laughs> I wonder when you go down the road and get a proper person to put things in your oh, mouth. Oh no, there. I didn't get that. Might be hundreds of pounds. Yes. See, I think they missed a bit there where they go. Tony should have said, "Hey, how do you know it's yours?" And it says like D U N N E. Personalised there. That would have been good. That would have been I good because we did we did see him taking out the mouth as well. Yeah, yeah. I did like him using Andre Chase's jumper against him. It's about time someone did that. Yes, he put That's his head in it. It's a teachable moment as well. Yeah, don't wear jumpers while you're wrestling, kids. Yeah. He, he's growing on me, Andre Chase is. But oh. I'm not sure if it's just because the rest of the show is so rubbish by comparison. No, it's because he's great. Andre Chase is improving by doing nothing. But I do like his, his, he knows his place. He's not going to be main event anytime soon. He's How do up. you know? I think oh, I'd rather, up, no. <laughs> I'd rather oh. watch Duke Hudson than Andre Chase. Oh, <laughs> there's no need for that, Jack. Oh, He's man. a university lecturer with anger issues who knows less than his students. It's a fantastic, <laughs> yeah. nuanced, layered character. It's funny. Okay. He wears a jumper. It's like a dentist <laughs> with bad teeth, a teacher who's thick. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Boa beats uh, Edris enough. That happened. Enofe. Enofe. I, 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 I I'm sorry, I meant I had enough of this show. Yeah. Yes. See, there you go. There's the prep and then there's a joke. No, Boa's big push Oh, hang continues. on. Here's, here's the US title. Sorry, gone. Boa's big push continues, I guess. Yes, yeah, so we get Boa versus Harlan soon, I guess. The finishing Whoa. kick. What do you say? Why, why Harlan? Build them both up. We'll get we'll get them both facing the, each other. The two, the two big bastards, you know on the grandest stage. Oh Fair god, enough. no, no! Sorry <laughs> for that. No, um, the milder stage. But yeah, the, the finishing kick was 
I'm guessing you're going to say it was sick. It was sick. It was a sick kick. Sick tricks from from Boa. <laughs> Slippery. I was hoping it would rhyme as well, but no. Yeah, he constructed a good match. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams talk trash to Roddy Strong backstage. That was a but snake. Sliver like a snake, yeah. I appreciate it. But panic when they find one of Dexter Loomis's creepy drawings. Yeah. They watch from the stands as Strong takes on Braun Breaker in the main event. Braun wins, but is ambushed by Tommaso Ciampa afterwards. And I thought this was an interesting setup because it was good to see this match happen, first of all, because Luffy Lads having a good wrestle. And then, non ironic, no, these, these guys are good. But someone did point out, and I, it, I just got used to it, that I didn't really realize it. Both the people in this match were cheered, and then Ciampa was cheered. This was Gran Akuma on Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, he sometimes, he sometimes has very calm and reasonable takes on wrestling, which is a rarity, to be honest. So I quite He's a calm and reasonable it. person. I quite enjoy it. But he was exactly right. He said the cheers went in cycles. and it, yeah. So they cheered Braun. No, they cheered. They were cheering Dead Roddy Rod. against Joe Gacy. Yeah. But he was a heel as well. Then they were cheering Braun over Roddy. But then they were cheering Champa over Braun. So no one's yeah. really getting over it. It's just... Yay! Yeah. They're just cheering at this cycle of... I Yay. mean, it's, it's a necessity when you've got someone like Grayson Waller who <laughs> eats up all of professional wrestling's booze, doesn't he? He's got yeah. them all. He has them all. So no wonder everyone else is getting cheered when that uh... piece, of, piece of crap's on the roster. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you piece of crap, <laughs> you clown that, chaser. That reminded me. Of, that reminded me of the the JR compilation of him calling Triple H a bitch or a son of a bitch. <laughs> son why? Of, son why? of a bitch. Tell me why. <laughs> so yeah, NXT continues to impress. AW Dynamite. Winter is coming. Must well, be a quick one, I guess, because most of the uh, most of the show. Hangman Page and Brian Danielson finally getting their match. Self, as I say, selfishly, have a 60-minute match of the year contender after we've already recorded the... Uh, I'll just skip over that bit. Hangman hits the bookshot, but can't make the cover before the time limit expires. I'll just start for the ending first. I like that that's how they're doing... They did this with uh, Omega Danielson as well, where we're no longer doing the one... Two. Oh, that's the exact moment that the timer expired. Which seemed to be the way that all these timer draws would happen, like the last twenty years or so. But now I was like, no, no, no. It's like it just happens. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, it expired. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. But anyway, uh, Jack, what do you think of the match? Oh, I loved it. It might, it might be my favorite match of the year. I'm not really? sure. I'm not sure, but it's definitely up there for me, though. It was fantastic. The hour like flew by. I didn't. It didn't feel like an hour watching it. Um, I loved Cocky Brian at the start, and then I loved Brave Hangman, and then they both were just going for it. And um, I didn't. Uh, the draw really divided opinion on Twitter for some reason, but I liked it. The the main people's main arguments seem to be either one, we're American and draws are bad, or <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people are like. I think it might just be a cultural difference because I was like, love that. And then people on Twitter replied to me saying like, draws suck. Like what? And I'm thinking like, oh. Brian Danielson, me. right, was Newcastle United away at Hangman Pages Liverpool. That's the way to look at it. Oh. He took so the point th- away from home to take it to the home leg and beat them. <laughs> so then. Because um, they were in Texas, weren't they? That's where like rootin' tootin' cowboys are from. Yeah. Meow, meow. That's where they're all from. 
All of them. Yeah, because they say draw and they whip out the gun and shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those cowboy films. <laughs> um, but no, I loved it. And, and I thought the draw works because Brian can... I hope Brian will go on to heelishly claim that Hangman couldn't beat him, even though he was like yeah. feet away from actually making the cover. I think it was fantastic. What did you think, Matthew? Same things you just said. I couldn't believe it was an hour because it flew by so quickly. There was a little tiny slight criticism I have when he, he was bleeding from the forehead and he was checking on him for like two minutes. Because I'm like... They were in commercial right. break then, weren't they? Or was yeah. They? yeah. That, there must have been, because they were doing that. But then, Danielson's just like, flipping the bird to the crowd and then they're chatting, like, screw you, screw you. He goes, screw you, screw you. Yeah, he starts to jump for Jackson. You know? I loved it. Danielson is phenomenal in this role that he's currently in in AEW. Where he's he's a dickhead, really good wrestler. Yeah, that's it. I'm on page as a plucky underdog, but still being the champ. And this was a very good way of having those two things because you go, hey, how can you be an underdog and the champ? Well, against the best in the world, of course. So yeah, no complaints here. Rob? I thought I thought it was amazing how they structured it, but kept it entertaining all the way through because obviously they knew it was an hour before they started. So like it started off really slow with pose offs and whatnot, then a quick flurry, then a then a pause with with stand offs and whatnot. But all the way just through, ma- pose offs. I'm just imagining Triple H. Yeah, we being dramatic on corners of the ring yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was amazing how they kept going through that cycle. But it was always entertaining because there was always something different going on in the pauses between the flurries, so they didn't run out of steam. I liked yeah. how that was structured. That's and a really good point as well. It was just class, wasn't it? It was just yeah. class. Yeah. Backstage, the Bucks, Cole and Fish challenge their best friends to an eight-man tag. They say they'll destroy Sue's car and end her career. End oh, her no. career. Oh. Adam Cole has a secret Christmas present for the others. And uh, Kyle O'Reilly tweets about this. He says, what's in the box? Oh. It's little but Kyle. He's a very little small... Little mini Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. What was the music... <laughs> What, what was the music about? Christmas. The, yeah, but it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't hear what they were saying, and it was annoying. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was definitely Christmas time, huh? Oh, yeah. This is nice. I like. Do you reckon it'll be a heel probably. hook in the box? Oh, because Kyle had that god awful well, T-shirt, just, didn't he? Did he did just beat Fuego del Sol. Yeah, yeah. That would be babyface yes. hook. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. Kyle had that T-shirt with a heel hook, didn't he? It was a heel and a hook. Okay. So it might so be a think... heel hook to signify oh. Kyle is coming. Because oh. I don't think Kyle could fit in that box. I'm just trying to think of something relating to Kyle that could actually fit in that box. Maybe his shoe? I don't know. Yeah, it didn't look big enough to be... Um... <laughs> it could it be a proper enough... Christmas pantomime. Like, who could the slipper fit? Could it be him? <laughs> no. And then it's just this random foot backstage. Oh, my God, it fits. And the camera pans back. Or zooms back, sorry. And it's Kyle O'Reilly with yeah. a glass slipper on. I yeah. feel like... Well done, Ross. Michael Nakazawa can play the role of Buttons. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> I feel like um, it, the, the, it was too small as well to be like a big... Like when The Rock gave the picture of himself to the nation of Dominic. It's not big enough to be a comedy self-portrait of Adam Cole, is it? So I, I'm, I'm lost. Shoes might be the right answer. I know. To make sure that, you know, it's, it's Kyle coming, it's a signed 8 by 10 from Von Wagner. <laughs> Dragon Von Wagner's oh. signature is just all capital letters that V O N. Like Cena's. That would be mint if if it seemed like Kyle O'Reilly was going to sign for all the world, and then 
who runs out to save Adam Cole but Von Wagner? That would be the, <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd love that. He wouldn't do that because happens on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, he's all about come Tuesday. <laughs> That's how they get around the copyright. They call, they call him Come Wednesday. Come Wednesday. <laughs> That's not trademarked. How would Von Wagner say <laughs> the word Wednesday? Wednesday. Come Wednesday. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Von Wagner Wendy. is up there. <laughs> like Samoa Joe. <laughs> Matthew, how do you think Von Wagner would say come Wednesday? I, I don't know, but I imagine him saying, I am here at all come wrestling. <laughs> and some thought should be best kept in my head. Wardlow squashes Matt Seidel, but hits repeated power bombs instead of going for the pinfall. Sean Spears, the chairman, gets on the mic and persuades him to make a cover. He reluctantly does. Spears tells him off for being excessive before battering Seidel with a chair. Womp womp. He then gets a call from MGF who needs Waldo to buy champagne for him after his victory tonight. It goes, it's all right, we'll, we'll drive together. Um, I drive, You drive, I buy, and uh, just, just, we'll go now. You can you can drive with what you're wearing. Yeah. Yep. Baby, 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 baby. He said baby a lot, didn't he, Sean Spears, the crazy bastard? Baby. Yeah, because he's cool baby. now. He doesn't give a, he doesn't give a, you know, he doesn't give a you know what. Uh, baby says, says baby Chickadee. like a boxing promoter isn't he <laughs> um, I, we're, we're fully on the road to MJF getting turned on by that made no sense I'll start oh, again we're fully again, on Ross. the road to oh. Wardlow turning heel on or no turning oh. babyface on the heel MJF yes unless they're in Long Island because the more he just squashes fools the more that we'll all be like yeah he's a man <laughs> LA Knight he's yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Wardlow's pro- oh sorry, it's just all of Waldo's promos now. Be like, come down to the ring, little chickadee. Wow, <laughs> smashes them. A creepy vignette shows Malachi Black hanging out with a mass disciple. The word king is used. Oh what? So maybe who's the master? Who's the- oh, Brody? Oh, oh, Brody king. Prince Philip. He was never a king. He was he was just the queen's consort, wasn't he? <laughs> As well. Poor Phil. <laughs> Big P. Poor Phil. That sounds like yeah. a tournament in the wrestling now, doesn't it? The Queen's Consort. The Queen's Consort. Yeah. You don't understand the rules of the Queen's Consort, you <laughs> stupid idiot. <laughs> Ikru Shida beats Serena Deeb. Oh, no, wouldn't you speak? That promo oh, package, it was going to be my Hall of Fame nomination until I remember the, the Cult of Holic Wrestling Christmas Party because um, it was that good. I thought Steven Spielberg, right? Just because he's the most famous director I know. Maybe not. It doesn't fit that style, probably. But um, he could have directed that. I thought, I thought it was you amazing. were going to say Steven Skodes for a second. The there. second most famous Who director. Did. Thank there, you for your video, by the way, Stephen. Oh, yes. Called the Holic Twenty Twenty One. Another finely directed production. Thank you what very was, much, Stephen. What, what, thank you. But what was this video package? Sorry, that we're talking about. Malachi, uh, Malachi Black. Black in oh, his house. that thing. Oh, I was, I was scared. Wonderfully shot. Wonderfully edited. Nice little. Because uh, what was the uh, violence is part of your being or something? And Brody King's got a T-shirt that says violence on it or something. Just yeah. the back of his wardrobe there. I don't know. I saw someone on Reddit say it. So I took yeah, it. pretty this, much. This yeah. yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah. The mask really creeped me out, actually. Thanks. I like Squid, that Malachi Squid Black. game, wasn't it? Oh. Oh, was it? Ah, well, that's probably watched that at some point. Similar vibes. Just the mask looking a bit like it, not like it was based off of Squid oh. Game. Imagine if that was Squid Game. Oh, that would be very scary. Remember Squid Game? That's that's no. fallen off quite a few quickly. weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these pizza, that. 
Uh, Hiroshida beats Serena Deep after Deep collides with exposed turnbuckle. Which what she a herself, match. Which she herself did did expose, to oh, be fair. Hoist by her own uh, leotard. Something like that. Um, Oof. I, t- she, I paused before saying that and I still said it. Go on. She, uh, I th- sorry, I think Ross was going to... One of you was going to talk about what a lovely match it was and I just fully concur. It was I great. didn't say a word, yeah, but it was a really nice match. The highlight of which for me was Serena Deeb's bridge when she was doing a submission chicken wing kind of thingy while she was bridging, but she was on her front on the mat. That was in, in Coyable. Mm. Oh, oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Two net breakers in the Falcon Arrow coming to BBC Three oh, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> and no one kicks out the Falcon Arrow, so that was <laughs> impressive. <sighs> Backstage, the Vasty Blondes are interviewed by Tori Schiavone. Griff Garrison is furious at Malachi Black for his attack on Julia Hart. Pillman tries to calm him down, but Garrison shoves him away. Again, echoing the thoughts of thousands, and promises to break Malachi's jaw. He's not going to break his jaw. He's going he's gonna to lose. Very specific mm. insult or threat. Do you think he will then get... Do you think... Oh, Griff Garrison's going to get his jaw broken. Yeah. By the Black Mass. Griff Garrison is going to join the House of Black. No. Yeah. Because he's, he's got the darkness within him. Aye. And like I reckon they've used Julia, you know, you know, young Julia there, young Julia Hart. They've used her as... Well, Malachi's used her as bait. Because he's want, got his eye on... You don't want Brian because Brian's a tool. <laughs> why, why would you not want Brian? He's if a tool. Anyone, if anyone's going to have a bit of a, 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 a mad streak in them, like, you know, it'll be the son of the loose cannon, surely. Matt Seidel said he's a tool. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows he tools. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the main event, MGF cuts a promo on CM Punk, saying he's only had a string of uninspiring matches with uninteresting opponents. Making him the new Ryback. See this. Uh, now, when see, I heard when I, I heard this, I, when I heard that, I thought of you, Matthew, straight away because of. Oh, you think of when you hear Ryback, you think of me now. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Because what should have happened in Hell in a Cell or whatever your thing you keep saying I over and know. over again? What are you talking about? Come on now. Okay. Play, sorry. The, play the game. Yes, Ryback <laughs> should have ended CM Punk streak and won the title <laughs> in that brief moment before the Shield came in and completely changed how WWE worked in the main event scene. Yeah. Oh, well, Ryback was very happy on Twitter. And I could tell because people started posting that little video of him eating potato chips really loudly. Which uh, video? He does that a lot, doesn't he? I don't know why he's become a meme out, out of wrestling, which I guess is the highest clout you can get if you're a clown chaser like uh, Grayson Waller. <laughs> it's just a brief clip of Ryback eating crisps, but like, because he's so big, he's they're so loud. It's like, hum, rum, 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 rum. So and that's it. Have Vince and that appears in memes. <laughs> that appears as a template for different images to make fun of now. That have nothing to do with wrestling. Most of the people doing those don't know who Ryback is. I love to see it. It didn't do it for me, unfortunately. Because Punk had already said the Miz one, which which got a huge response. And now it's like MGF's like, well, I want to do that as well. I'm like, oh, come on now, Maxwell, you're better than that. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is. He's just doing Kurt Angle's shtick from 2000. No, just because no, I'm in no. Texas and you no. guys are stupid. Ang- Angle thought he was the <laughs> Angle thought he was the good guy. He was a dork. MJF knows he's the bad guy. Yeah, but every week Angle will come out and say stuff. He said some stuff about True. Like, oh, well if I was JFK and I was in this particular all right, Angle, Angle. So mm. yeah. Anyway, moving on. He says that he could beat Dante Martin with a headlock takeover and doesn't claim to be the best in the world. He just is. 
And then MGF wins the Dynamite Diamond Ring for a third time. The only person to have held it. Uh, beating Dante with a Fujiwara armbar after interference from Ricky Starks. Yeah, he put his leg on the ropes and saved him. He did. Because Dante had turned on him and Team Taz. And Taz was furious on commentary. Yeah. He said, do you not know who my son is? Yeah. He celebrates with FTR, but the lights go down and they're attacked by Sting and Darby. <laughs> the numbers game begins to tell. But CM Punk runs out with Sting's baseball bat to clear the ring. Punk challenges Pinnacle to a six-man tag next week with a pro-choice t-shirt. Now, oh yeah, and fair play for that. But on the other hand, no, not on the other hand at all. It's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> but on the other <laughs> hand, the lights didn't need to go down. I thought someone was debuting. Yeah, they do I that too. I was well much. excited. They do. They do for Malachi Black, and now they've done it for Darby and Sting again. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, Sting doesn't have evil powers. Why does the lights go off for him? Sting does have evil powers. Oh no, no. does he not? No. Well, Sting's he, not got powers. No. Sting, Sting can appear in places. No, but like literally him running or does hiding he, out in the in, the, he, in the balcony. It's so not like. St- with the powers when, of Crow. When Sting's like got himself in place of the statue when they unveiled him and then it was Sting. Or when Sting's like, does he just do that because he's, does he just get himself in there? Like, it's just disciplined, like, yeah. He's like Batman. He's not got powers. He's he just, knows the production right, he was there all very well. Right, yeah. He does. Like in yeah, WCW, he didn't fly. It was just, no, it was no. A, it was a I know he didn't, <laughs> I know Sting can't fly. Sting <laughs> flying from the rafters. <laughs> he just knows the guy with the winch at the back. <laughs> yeah. Now! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So it was a it was a good match. Dante Martin still very, very good at jumping very, very high. There's a few times this match where I think he was just too I don't know, maybe worried or nervous or like, oh it's a main event. Can't underliver here. He gave poor MGF a brutal <laughs> that was like, incredible, rolling four fifty into his uh his neck and head area. And the bit where he did a shooting star press and kneed him in the face. Yeah, and then landed on, you know, he meant Kevin it. Owens bump. He meant it. Uh huh. Extra bit of stank on it for the main event there yeah. from yeah. But, you know, the commentators are like, yeah, he didn't get all of it, you know. He hit him with the knee, whatever. Wrestling's fake, shut up. Um, so I like that. <laughs> but, yeah, just another all right, probably talk about all right episode of AEW. Fantastic episode of AEW Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. it was. An really hour of it being that one match. Yeah. And it shows and you, know you what? what the power of wrestling is, doesn't it, gentlemen? When you just sit there and watch some good wrestling, you have a good time. And when you're not watching Grayson Waller, you have a good time. Oh. Speed of good times. Here's the mailbag. Let's have a rummage in our mailbags. <laughs> ah, and here it is. The mailbag. Hello, gentlemen. My brother has been out of the wrestling loop for a while. So when he asked me what was up with NXT these days, I had a hard time telling him how much had changed since <laughs> the Ricochet Arsa Black versus Viking Raiders match at WrestleMania 35 weekend. Oh, good match. It's better now. It's now. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to show him photos of the new NXT characters to get him up to speed. When we got to Harland, my brother said, he looks like if Nails was a pissed off cat. <laughs> and damn it, now I can't see Harland as anything else. So my question for you is, has anyone ever made an offhand comment about a wrestler or a gimmick? And from that moment forth, it was all you could see about that performer slash gimmick. Cheers and happy holidays to you, merry band of misfits. You're the shot of rum in my eggnog, and I salute you for it. David from Quincy. Thank you very much, David from Quincy. Uh, I've got one. Go on. I've got one as well. So I've got one as well. Last year with... Oh, this year, Christ. 
this year with the lockdown, etc., I decided to watch Rumble Elimination Chamber live with my housemate. And yeah, Elimination Chamber, SmackDown, I believe. Baron Corbin came out. Oh, ooh, look at me, I'm big. And my housemate just went, God, he looks like a really big Colin Mockery. <laughs> um, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> and it was hard to unsee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Good. Uh, I guess as the later the seasons went on with uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, the more you look like Baron Corbin. Mm. Yeah. The, the Baron Corbin years, they call them. <laughs> what yourself, have you got one, Jack? Yes. Um, I can't remember when or who, but someone once said that Paul Bearer sounds like a man falling off a cliff or down an elevator shaft when he's talking. No? Okay. I was, waiting, I, was, I was waiting for the impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, I see. Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I remember someone saying Paul Bearer sounds like Mickey Mouse having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll carry on. Ross, have you got one? I'm taking a bit of a risk here because this could, this could sound terribly wrong, but someone who I used to work with in a former life once just said Charlotte Flair looks like she's got smelly feet. So every time I see Charlotte Flair now, it looks. I just think, oh, look there, Charlotte with a smelly feet. I Based off was, nothing. I thought it was uh, you who made that up, but I also think that because I thought it was you. It wasn't yeah. me, no. Oh, well, well, there we go. Someone I used to sit next to. Oh. Uh, uh, trying to think. Jack's trying to figure it out. Well, it might be me then, because I've sat next to you before. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely back at the old place. Just like, yeah. oh, she looks like she's got really smelly feet. Yeah. Like, oh. Based on based off nothing, but there we go. That's always my first thought when I see her, even though she no. probably doesn't. I think she's a very clean lady. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's the queen for goodness sake. Yeah. Thank you, Ross. I have no nothing to add to that. Hi there, podcast crew. <laughs> I'm a new fan to wrestling. Only starting to follow along with WWE in early twenty nineteen after discovering a wrestling podcast from a Canadian content creator group I follow and binging it in its entirety. Mm. I then discovered Cultaholic through YouTube recommendations, and I've been following ever since. Thank Once you. graded and the weekly WTF moments ended, I needed some way of keeping up with what happened when I didn't watch it. Can you blame me with how bad it was during the Thunderdome era? No, it's not such a new fan, but already so jaded. Right. <laughs> he gets it. And the podcast was the outlet I needed. I listened to you guys over the weekend when driving to or from my hobby game store. I'm actually going to my first wrestling show this Friday from our local indie promotion where hometown Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, ah, Stu Grayson will be returning. Oh, I you're had from Montreal. See- oh, come on, table too. Parlez-vous français. I had tickets to see the perform for this promotion back in 2020, but everything locked down a couple of weeks before the show was supposed to happen. Now, for my question, has there been a part of your life slash hobbies that you were surprised to learn the Venn diagram of that and wrestling were more connected than you thought? For me, it was when I learned to a surprising amount of large Magic the Gathering online personalities were wrestling fans and would reference it without my knowing before getting into wrestling. Right. Hopefully the example helps clear up the question. I tried rewriting it like four times to make it clear. Love all the work you guys do. Hopefully we don't have another post-podcast news curse happen. Uh-huh. Cheers, fine, Dominic. it's Friday. Well, thanks. Now you've said it, Dominic. Oh. It's Friday. We're fine. Thanks, Dominic. Oh, there we go. This is the exact moment where one of us says, well, if the bad thing has happened, we're very sorry. And we're mm. sure that somebody in the comments will have already left it by now. Yep. That being said, thank you very much for the question, Dominic. Hope all yes, is well. Yes, thank you. Uh, in Canada. Uh, I'd say Shayna Baszler being a bit of a Henry Cavill and appreciating Warhammer. Did you like uh, your hammer? 
<laughs> that was a nice thing to see. Just because, you know, I'm obviously Jack's the uh, Warhammer expert of the podcast. Oh, yeah. So I'm Before sure I've taken heresy. his What was he playing? Oh, there we go. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to RJ Singh, the wrestler from the UK. I'm pretty sure he still wrestles. I'm not sure anymore. Uh, who we bonded over online over Sonic the Comic, weirdly enough. Which I never expected to see. I tweeted about it going, oh, it was great. There's one panel where this guy, it's, it's just so cheesy and action-packed. They did a Street to Rage strip. But like, aha, I took care of Axel. He won't be bothering us. What's that noise? And it's Axel with two massive machine guns. The bad guy's going, what? But I sent my best ninjas to get you, Axel. Axel, ninjas are wimps, man. And it was a, <laughs> that's how we reminisced and became kind of friends. So, Lock my dog off. That you, was definitely worth recapping. Thank so, you. The, so the question is, is it? So you've gone the other way. You've gone things that wrestlers are interested in that you are, rather than things that you're interested in the crossover with. Which way are we going? Can we oh, go you're way? right. Oh, I'd, bugger. I'd, no, no, it, <laughs> it, that's probably fine. I'm just wondering which way to go. If you have any, I mean, uh, examples. What I took from that question made me think of the time I was the talk of year eight, right? Because I was on Footballers Diaries on BBC Two. I went to watch new. Uh, I went to watch uh, the the WrestleMania Revenge tour at the Telewest Arena back in two thousand and four, and the footballer di- footballers diaries crew were following around. It was either one of Jermaine Genius, Titus Bramwell, or Kieran Dyer at the time, and it just so happened they were at the wrestling. So there's a shot where they're walking down the corridor, just in like in, in with all the the peasants. So like I was walking down there opposite them, and I was like, oh my god, and then shook their hands, and because I was on the TV on BBC Two, no less national. Talk of the Air 8. So the fact they were there with the wrestlers. I think Kieran Dyer was with the World Heavyweight title after the show. I think that was part of the show as well. Having a little, like, not on, not on, not in the ring, but like part of Footballers Diaries. He was backstage with whoever was world champion back in April, May time of 2004. Did they ask oh. him who he played for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That's when um, he said, I think we've definitely talked us before, but it was when they said, uh, they said not to ask the wrestlers for any photos, but I did it anyway. Yeah. Ray Mysterio would have been. Was it Ray Mysterio he got a photo with backstage? I'm sure. It wasn't the actual I think I swear it was Eddie because he was champ as well. Uh, yeah. Maybe it was sure Ray it was, well, yeah. I if that's on YouTube. It's not. I've tried to look for it. Ah. See, little 12 year old me. <laughs> yeah. Well, 11 year old me would have been at the time. So, like, were you front row or something? Like, how did they get to see you? Were you no, like... literally, I was up the up the side near the back, uh, and they literally oh. walked down the car. You know, the Telewest Arena where the car oh, was yeah, down yeah. the side before you go out and up. Um, they were just walking down there, like in amongst all the people, oh. which was very strange for back then, especially because Newcastle wasn't the well, the football team weren't the 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 the, the crap they are today. <laughs> we were in Europe back then. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran Dyer played yeah, for England pre, in a pre-Brexit yeah. world. We were in, we were all in Europe back then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, it's when Newcastle's team was good. Yes, that's what he meant. Thank you, <laughs> Jack. Have you got any examples? Yeah, when I was in about year ten or eleven, I um, I, I got eye abrasions. I got abrasions on my eyes because I I'd, I'd slept with my contact lenses in, and then when I woke up, I rubbed my eyes oh. in it. Oh, so I couldn't see for a bit, like like PJ from Biker Bro. <laughs> Um, or like, so I had to take like a week or two off school because I couldn't see and, but my vision was like slowly coming back and I could open my eyes more without it hurting. And just to pass the time, I remember finding a, finding the world of battle rap 
which I'm not as much into anymore, but I've kept in touch with, like I've kept, like I keep track of what's going on and stuff. But this was during like the battle rap boom, where rap battles were all the rage. And um, turns out a lot of, a lot of battle rappers who I watched back then, we now follow each other on Twitter because the worlds of rap battling and wrestling are just so similar in terms of the showmanship and the fact they don't actually all hate each other. It's just, just a job for them and stuff. It's it's so that that would be mine. That would be that would be mine. Check out my Desert Island Graps interview with Shotty Horror if you want to learn more. Ooh. He knew his wrestling inside out as well. Yeah. He did uh, a rap and he referenced Stan Stasiak. Not even Sean. Stan Stasiak. He went what, back. What oh, context? It. I can't. I can't I'll give you a heart attack like Stan Stasiak. Oh, well, nice. It may, it may well have been. It may well have been. He did a because a lot of them don't just do battles. They they do like songs. They put out their own music as well. And he released this like rap he did where there's loads of wrestling references in it. And it went from everywhere from like Stan Stasiak to like up to Roman Reigns and stuff. It was very impressive from from my personal friend Shotty Horror. So yeah. Good times. Hmm. I'll go with actually, yeah, just actually answer the person question because I haven't done it. I went, there was one time I'm like, oh, I'm sick of wrestling. And it cleared me head. And I went to the stand at Newcastle upon time to see some comedy. Oh, there we go. I think we're near wrestling here. Von Wagner was, was there doing the same. Yeah, go, Von Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call it the Yellow Pages or whatever? <laughs> um, Carl Hutchinson was there. And I was listening to him. And of course, he brought up. Then we used to watch, watch the wrestling. It was like, I'm like, oh my God. It goes, yeah, the, the, the ice rink, Whitley Veer, 93. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, anyway, here's, here's me and my mates dressed up. There's me as Vader. Uh, there's me mate as Razor Ramon and all this. I'm like, I can't, I can't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> you try to get nice away. To see. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he, then he trained to be a wrestler. Oh, with, wow. with, oh with just, uh, you know, small, unimpressive wrestlers. Rampage Brown training. So, <laughs> my mind's yeah. going to turn off, don't worry. Fair play to it. Yeah, you've turned all. Whoa, what's happening with you? He's all right. You like BBC CGI? Yeah, you went all. It was <laughs> what happened there? It was like when know. it's like when Triple H is behind the glass in, in the Elimination Chamber and the light was on. Yes. Was, like, Whoa! Whoa! No, Ross, come back! Because <laughs> it popped the guys, didn't it? <laughs> no, my monitor was going to turn off, so I've, uh, I've oh, turned it back you. on again, so I could see your beautiful faces. Ah. Uh, last question. Hey guys. As a long-time listener of this luxurious podcast, I've caught the occasional OS dub reference here and there, which led to me to check out their YouTube channel. After binging all of their content, I now want to hear what boys reside... Oh, what boys reside in all of your respective stables. Oh, boy stables. I'm especially intrigued to hear which mates of Mathu will make the cut. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for all the top-tier content you lads have been putting out this festive season. I hope you all enjoy a nice break. Happy holidays, Ben. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Can I coke to you? Mm. Now, we, we answered this question, I reckon, about four years ago. We have wow. answered it a few times, at least. No, just but... at least once, I reckon. I can remember. Yeah. Right at the early days of the Cult of Holler Wrestling podcast, but I'm intrigued to see what's changed. Mm. Or if they haven't changed. Matthew, has yours changed since back then? Uh, the definition of the boys' table does mean someone wasn't winning anything, right? They can't have won a world title. A world title. Okay, in that case, Chad Gable... Stepping there, and is this for, for currently or all time? I was do, I was going to do all time. All time. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. right, right, right. Crash Holly. Oh, really? Big Crash Holly. D'Lo Brown. Okay, that's never changing. And uh, I'll do someone else who's current. 
I get it. Oh, no, wait. I can't pick her. Damn it. Oh, they've all won titles now. They're getting better. Yeah, mine's in Tatlis from four years ago because they've yeah, all gone on right. to win stuff. Oh, I wish you could find out what, what we said four years ago. There's been a hell of a better question. Um, Think on your feet, Matthew. Think. Steve Blackman. No. Nah. Jack, what are yours? Steve Blackman is oh. first and foremost. Lindsay Dorado. Oh, yeah, of course. Bull Buchanan. S.A. Rios. And... Ooh. Oh, and Ron Reese, the Yate. Uh, That's my five, yeah. I haven't Ross. done my homework. I'm come prepared, so I'm going to go off the top of my head straight away. Tamina's in there. Got to be. Yeah, of course. English line Eddie Ryan. <laughs> come on <laughs> now. <laughs> Plymouth Pavilions, I saw that show. My goodness. I forgot what happened until last week's podcast. It was the week before, I can't remember. But my goodness, what a guy. Um, I'm going to go back to WCW and go for Ernest the Cat Miller. Because oh, nice he is the greatest. Dun, 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 dun. Um, do I go for the wall? The wall was another favourite of mine way back in the day. I don't think he would have world title, did he? No. No, surely not. Yeah. And then we'll go for someone. Does War Geordie Pack count? I guess. I guess. I so. guess so. Because they always used to say before Christian won his world title in OSW, they used to say like Christian was a part of. Like one of their yeah. boys' stables, even though he was prominent and good. Yeah, that'll do for me. <laughs> I do like that's OSW's many of their many influences on the world is this the idea of the boys' stable. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, look, the pack must have won a title by now, right? A world title though. Well, if you count Dragon Gates, but I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I, you know, I couldn't even tell you the name of the title that he won. Oh, man, get your phone open, out, Matthew. Give Jay a ring. I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> titles. It's the Open the Dream Open the Dream Gate, Gate champion. Yeah. It's not a count as a world title. I don't know. Does that I was going to even... say, give, get, get your phone out and give Jay a ring, will you? You're a close personal friend. <laughs> <laughs> he is a mate of Matthew, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll not have to, because S.A. Rios might have won one in Mexico then. I'm not sure. Mm. You know what? We can come back to that next time. Okay. Wait, I, I should Four years' time, we'll ask that question again. <laughs> oh, but oh, to Reese's Pizza next. So I will end this bit by going, thank you very much for your thoughts, queries, ponderings, and everything else that you send to us every week here. Uh, if you want to send some in yourself, don't worry, you can, by going straight to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Reese Piss. Hi, Diddly Ho, Diddlerinos. One Reese Piss in Ron the Piss Reece Stable. Piss. Greetings from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Oh. Home of Bonjour. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Home of Kenny the Cleaner Omega, Don the Invisible Hand Callus, and Chris the Newcastle Tourism Guy Jericho. <laughs> I hope that sticks. Mm. I come bearing the gift of a Reese Piss for you. Somewhat inspired by the rounds of the last two weeks, instead of pairing a wrestler with a musician, however, I decided to pander exclusively to Mafu. Oh, is that nice? And have you choose between these matchups of wrestlers with Simpsons characters? Oh, okay. Kidding. Same idea. I've created tag teams of wrestlers with the citizens of Springfield. I've done this to finally blend my three greatest passions together. Those, of course, being wrestling, the Simpsons, and making people who are just casual fans of The Simpsons talk more about The Simpsons <laughs> against their will. I like this. Uh, Let's go around fastest thought first. Ross Jack me. Bart Simpson and Darby Allen versus Nelson Muntz and Eddie Kingston. 
Nelson Montanelli Kingston. Oh, but there's two skateboards involved here. I'll still go oh. for Nelson and Eddie Kingston. Oh, wow. I thought that would have been all it was needed for you. Uh, no, I like the idea of Nelson and Eddie laughing. <laughs> Never skateboarded in, in my life as well. I just can't do it. Oh. Uh, Homer Simpson and Hulk Hogan. Okay. Versus Frank Grimes and Cameron Grimes. Ah. <laughs> what was Frank Grimes again? I can picture him back. He had one when... episode where he basically... I think the idea was to get... What if they got a normal No worker? boring fella, yeah. Yeah, and had him work alongside Homer. And how would he react? It's not very well. I'll go for Frank Grimes. Yeah. I think I'll I had that for... one on DVD. Is that like sort of seasons four to six sort of range? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good years. <laughs> he ends up dying by accident. When yeah, he's he dies horribly. Yeah. It's great. Um, <laughs> I'll go for the Grimeses as well. Absolutely. I can pick Hogan. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Simpson and Asuka versus Mike Simpson... <laughs> And Bull Meccano, because they both have blue hair that stands up. That's very good. Yes. Very good. I'd love nothing more than for Bull Meccano to just harm Lisa Simpson. Oh, poor Lisa Simpson. <laughs> She's annoying, isn't she? Well, by, She's by supposed then, to be. I've looked back on it, and Lisa meant well. She meant well. I'll go for Bull Meccano and my Simpson, though. <laughs> Absolutely. War Bull all the way. Groundskeeper Willie and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, versus Ned Flanders and Rick Rude. Oh, what? Come on now. Sex tashes for the win. <laughs> oh, mustaches. Both ripped. Both tashes, yeah. Oh, yeah, Willie versus Ned would just be a good singles match on its own because Willie's ripped as well. That would be a good episode, actually. Oh, I'll, I'll go for Willie and, um, and Drew. If there are enough ideas, book that. Book it, TK. Um, until then, nah, I like Willie and Drew. <laughs> I, I know what I said. Uh, Chief Wiggum and Big Boss Man. <laughs> versus Fat Tony and Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. Oh, Fat Tony and Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, that one as well. Oh, they, nah, I've got to pick Wiggum. I don't have a tattoo. I often said if I was going to get one, it would be of Chief Wiggum. Why would it be Imagine. Oh. Because every time, uh, someone said, like, get a tattoo you, you like seeing every time. As many times I'm like, God, I'm sick of your life, me. But if I looked over on my arm and had a picture of Chief Wiggum, I'd probably laugh every time. But why Chief Wiggum? Do you just He's like Chief funny. Wiggum? He is funny. He is good. A quick pitch Sam's, for the... Oh, sorry. Sam's, sorry. Got a, Sam's got a Ralph Wiggum tattoo. On his oh. leg? Yeah. Eating Eat. paste. It's not an ice cream. I thought it was a jar that's no, a paste no, he eats, on he, he, He's a paste eater. Oh. It's like a clown chaser, but worse. I've always thought Sam tattoo was a nice little ice cream. <laughs> I think it's paste. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, quick pitch for Tony D'Angelo when he's retired and maybe puts on a bit more weight, he could just be Fat Tony. <laughs> Perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Come on now. Chris the Clown and Doink versus Sideshow Bob and Bob Backlund. But aren't, aren't Chris the Clown and Doink the same thing? Because <laughs> that oh. interview Kevin Nash did. Was it Kevin Nash or Scott Hall? I can't remember. Oh, no. Kevin, Kevin Nash says, yes, they called Matt Bourne Krusty the Clown because <laughs> he never washed his gear. <laughs> what was the second pairing? Sorry, I forgot them already. Sideshow Bob and Bob Backlund. Both oh, the who, clowns, uh, straight ran, away. Went to politics, yeah. Look, Grayson Waller is their, their mascot. I'll go, clown for, um, chaser. Go. <laughs> I'll go for... I'll um, go for Sideshow Bob and whoever. Sideshow Bob's a really good character. I like him. Yeah. I like a bit of Kelsey Grammer, so I'm picking the Bobs. Oh, yes, it is Kelsey Grammer, isn't it? It is, oh. yes. Otto and Matt Riddle. Yeah. 
versus Principal Skinner and Lance Storm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Principal Skinner and Lance Storm, isn't it? Yeah, same, same. Perfect, perfect booking. Yeah, <laughs> Barney and Mabel. <laughs> and I had to think there does he mean the dinosaur alright oh, no the guy from the bar, right. <laughs> oh I see where they're going with this versus Moe and Moe oh yeah yeah right yeah right I mean Barney and Mabel what's going to go wrong there I'll go for that one well the so Barney's knocked out a baseball player in an argument over who the greatest That's British right. Prime Minister was Lord Palmerston Barney was very now Pitt the Elder <laughs> Lord Potter. Um, so, but then Mo used to be a boxer. So I'll go for Mo. He was a Mo. trainer, was? Oh no, no, he was a boxer. Yeah, he was a boxer. He was, he was, yeah, yeah. kid, gorgeous. Mo, Mo says then that was kid, a boxer. Just kid. Yeah, Mo was a boxer. Yeah. I never knew that. And then he, because he, then he trains Homer <laughs> in his fight. He's also a snake handler. That's his religion. <laughs> yes. Oh, I miss the old Simpsons. Ah, oh, when it was good, there was nothing yeah. better. Uh, well, I'm picking Mo. And Mo, just mm. because OSW have killed whenever I hear Mo and I hear Mo. Oh, the same. They mean Mo. Mo. Oh. Mo. You know the the uh. Lord of the Flies episode where they all get stuck on the island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at the end, the narrator goes, <laughs> and they were all saved by um, let's say Mo. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Martin Prince and MJF. Oh yeah. Okay. What a show. Versus Milhouse and Danhausen. <laughs> Milhausen. Milhausen, yeah. Milhausen. Milhausen, straight away. I'm going for Milhausen. Yeah, Milhausen, just for the pun. I know that Richard Tubman's a big fan of... Oh, no, is he, is he a big fan of Kirk, possibly? Oh, oh. Can we can we hear it in our ears? Kirk Van Wagner, you mean? Yeah. No, we can't. He's no, no, he's gone to the toilet. <laughs> Fair enough, let's move on then. <laughs> Bumblebee Man and the Gobbledygooker versus Ralph Wiggum and Ralphus. <laughs> Oh, Ralph Wiggum and Ralphus, yeah. That I'm could be the for, same person as well. I'm going for Ralphus Wiggum as well. Yes. I'm picking Sam's tattoo as well. <laughs> uh, Rainier Wolfcastle and Volta <laughs> versus Troy McClure and The Miz. Oh, it's so oh, good. He's oh, Troy McClure and The Miz, same. yeah. He's done so well here, Troy McClure and The Miz. Troy McClure's one of my favourite characters, I think. Hi, I'm The Miz. <laughs> and you may know me from such things as the best feud of 2017. <laughs> Oh, the Ziggler feud. Cena. Oh, what am I talking about? Oh, no, that Daniel Bryan. Was that... What promo was oh. that? Talking Smack. Was that was 2016, I'm... the promo. Oh, was was it? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm thinking of the You know what? I like the Ziggler feud as well. That, <laughs> might have been, that might have been 2016, yeah. The best feud 2017, best feud 2016. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Miz is really good. Yeah. The Marine... Hall of Fame worthy. Yes. The Marine 3, is he in? One of few of them, some of yeah, them. But, one you of know them. what? I thought you would know genuinely, Ross. For some reason, I thought you'd have watched all of them. <laughs> Why? Because your love of wrestling knows no bounds. <laughs> anyway, try and them is. Mr. Burns and Vince McMahon <laughs> versus, oh, here we go, Smithers and Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you got to go for the first one, aren't you? Um, oh, Mr. Burns is impossibly frail. I, I'm going to go for Smithers and Tony. Yeah, but Mr. Burns is going to live forever, just like Vince yeah. McMahon. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cheers, gents. Thanks for all you do. I've loved listening to the podcast for years now. It's a wonderful way to digest the sometimes wonderful, sometimes horrible world of wrestling. And you lot are one of the biggest reasons I got back into it after years away. So if you think of it that way, me knowing enough about wrestling to even write this was kind of your fault. 
You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> Happy holidays, JD Renard. Thank you, JD. That was a lovely Reese's Pieces. Much love, JD. And uh, if you have any other Reese's Pieces for yourself, anyone listening to this, your mum, your dad, your dog, whatever, please, please, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The ah, what a lovely long sit in separate rooms this has been. Mm. Hopefully, this is the only one we'll have to do like uh-huh. this. Famous last words, of course, but hopefully. Is that going to be the bad news of the week that we immediately have to... Nah. Let's happy <laughs> thoughts only. We have one last little question before I love you and leave you, and that is, what is going to be the best match at WWE Day 1? Uh, but no, but hang first... on, Matthew. I was yeah. going to say, like, hang on, Matthew. It's two bloody weeks away. That's right. Because we're so, so bleeding smart, we've pre-taped a lovely bunch of things to be happening. Uh, we have the Culties, the end of war, end of year awards ceremonies coming mm-hmm. up, and war also awards. the what? War awards. The Culties, the Culties are war awards. War awards. I was playing off your little stumble there, where you went what, and then you stopped and went awards. But so I was like, yes, but they are awards. They're war, war awards. awards. You see, if you were sat there, you would have got that. <laughs> Like I said, we hope this is the last one and only one. Yeah. And it's fine. But then, shot in the studio. Finally, you wanted it. You got it. The watch along of the first ever episode we ever did together. Uh, uh, Here's some spoilers. We're crap. It was really bad and really uncomfortable. And then I'm pretty sure that I fall asleep towards the end because <laughs> I, was really, I was really tired and I'm worried that I'd fall asleep in the video and then like wake up again. So watch out for that, everyone. A funny Easter egg if you spot that. As oh, well. in the watch along, you mean? Oh, oh in, the the, in the watch along. Oh, they're in the original. Not because it was. <laughs> not because it. Not no, it was, it was me who was asleep in the original. Yeah. <laughs> not because it. Not because it was boring. It was really intense. It was really intensely cringy experience for me. But I was so tired. I think I. I think at one point I do nod off and then wake up. So I'm worried about that going live on the channel. Actually. Oh, I hope. I hope the people who cut out stuff about Twitter find that. Yeah, yeah. A fantastic way to sell that episode. Yeah, <laughs> it was fell so good. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, there's a little matter of the very weirdly placed, formerly December, now the very, very beginning of January, day one pay per view mm. slash super show slash network special slash oh no, that'll be us soon. Please, can we keep the network? And that is the day one. Mm, I'm uh, down. Cl- I'm down since. That's right. That's the joke, I guess. And that this means that they scrapped TLC. Yay! <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> right now, there's five big matches announced, so I'm sure there'll be others. I'll be uh, set up before them, but there's no way this is getting future-proofed, is there? In two weeks' time, ah, let's go for it. We have Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley mm. versus Austin Theory. Versus Austin Theory, <laughs> that's right. Versus Vince McMahon for the six-pack challenge for the WWE title. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you for the noises. Uh, the Usos versus The New Day. That's a brand new match. Never seen before. it before. I don't know what noise to make there. It's just so they can do a special entrance. All three matches announced so far. Could be, is this a really good? Is this going to be a really good pay-per-view? It has the potential to be one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edge versus The Miz. Oh. Mm. Mm. 
and mm. Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bit of a trouser stroke of that one, eh? What the hell? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We're back into no. Jamie Hayter territory with Matthew. Yeah. No, I meant like the card. The card. <laughs> oh, no, the no, card. no, oh, no, right. no. Because I mean, you, done in by the lack of context. The way you said it was as if you were just talking about that one. I match. know. I realised the way. Oh. <laughs> I but they like I said it in the first the... podcast. <laughs> in the first podcast we did, we were really bad, but now we're really good. That was some too... of Matthew's yeah. Kavorka. <laughs> Those chickadees. <laughs> People who didn't watch this week in wrestling section is going to take that out of context, aren't they? Oh, it's fine. This is going yeah. well. <laughs> what do you think is going to be the best thing about this show? Ooh. When Vince McMahon uses his pencil to take out a crowd favourite out of Bobby Lashley, <laughs> Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Yes, a crowd favourite out of those three. And uh, stick uh, Austin Theory in and you'll win the title. That'll be I'm the gonna... best thing about no. day one-ish. Do you reckon he's going to go... Wait, wait, wait. Before this match match begins, we need someone new and vibrant who has proven themselves in this form. He turns around and goes, Charlotte Flair! (laughs) (laughs) Hiroko Sumi! (laughs) I would love it if Hiroko Sumi was there. Savio Vega! (laughs) Sean (laughs) Michael! The showman! Oh, forget what he said. I always forget what he says. It's a Survivor Series 96. When he gets so excited, he starts speaking French. <laughs> there he is. Whatever. He gets, he gets so excited during the zip line at WrestleMania 12 that it, when Michael steps off the roof and starts to zip line down, Vince just goes, oh, no. <laughs> says, oh, no, because he can't contain it. I imagine it's because he just had an accident. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, going for the, so, you're going for the four-way or however many it'll be. But then saying that, there was a bit in the in the dirty sheets, wasn't there? I don't know which dirty sheet it was. Probably the dirtiest one where they said that they're planning something huge for Lesnar versus Reigns. So maybe that Ooh. one. Which, what, which sheet was it, Jack? Oh, I've got no idea. Oh. I, I, I've, I've been ill most of this week. So I've missed a bit of news, actually. Ah, so something huge. Hmm. Is it Brock Lesnar's fine... That he's going to have to pay after he tax Roman oh Reigns. Oh my god! I thought a... I thought you were saying "fine" as an adjective. Is it Brock Lesnar's fine something? And I it's was like, "Fine, yum yum." <laughs> what could be huge? Brock, is it Brock Lesnar's fine? Yeah, that's that right. big chickadee. Yeah. Uh, Who's got the bigger yum yum? The Rock or Brock Lesnar? Who knows? Oh, that's tricky. Not again. I'll go for the Rock. <laughs> the new recurring bit of the show. Yeah, even, made, even the yum-yum. even made the more worse by the fact that there's that disgustingly crap mask of him in the background of you, Jack, where it's almost in the shape, if you're that way inclined, to think of it, of what the rock's penis may look like if it had a face. Oh, no, it's the very opposite of what that shape is. Yeah, you're right. That's more like the kingpin from Daredevil. I'd assume uh, it's more like Yelaga. Yelaga bit at the, at the side of Liger there. The thin, uh, long bit. So Edge versus The Miz. Um, <laughs> that's potentially be a good match if it's going to set up a mixed tag. Between Miz and Maurice versus Edge and I'm guessing the Glamazon. Yeah. Michael PSA. <laughs> Michael, Michael Hayes, yeah. The Glamazon. The obvious choice. <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, but maybe the Usos New Day is going to be a little blinder just to make it, oh, you know, little, to stand little, out. It's their show. What a blinder. Little Reaper. They'll go an hour just to I, stuff those AEW people. I think I was going to go for Lesnar versus Roman, but now that I've heard that. 
something big's planned for it, it's got me worried about the potential booking ramifications of whatever this big thing is. I'll still go for it, though. Roman and Brock have incredible chemistry. Their only bad match was Mania 34, wasn't it? That wasn't very Their oh only bad match? Yeah. Well, no, they had a bunch of... They were, they were all bad apart from oh, really? 35, apart from 31. in my opinion. 31. Until... 31. What did I say? Oh, yeah, 31. Sorry, big Oh, no, the trip um, where Rollins cashed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that one was amazing. good. That one's amazing, yeah. And then they never had the same chemistry again, just due to bad booking. Oh, uh, yeah, they had... Until had few, the Saudi they? Arabia match, which was good, but... No, I think they've always been hampered by bad booking, so they uh, had the potential of a good match. But I've just realised what's going to happen. Okay, it's going to It's going to be the debut of a new character in WWE. <gasps> Who? Samio and Sane. Yep. Samio and. So they've fused, have they? They've they've done no, that, and they've. Sammy yeah. got kicked by Brock, didn't he? So he's going to join the head of the table in his stable. Oh. And then there'll be a clever pun, said better than I added there, where Sami Zayn is now Samoan. Oh, that's what you're going for. And right. Sammy's going to yeah, be... Yeah, I, I went with Jack. I thought you meant Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn merged together. No, no, yeah. no. Oh, no. That's just me being stupid. And they just come out like hot, like... I try to like say... Half and half. I try to say Sammy and Simone in the same word, and it didn't work. Uh, or they could be like... Samoa and Zayn. Yeah. yeah, that, that would have done. Yeah, that would have done. Yeah. If uh, Sammy Owens and... <laughs> Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens fused, I'm imagining them like the commentator on the podcast race in episode one, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> With the two-headed, like, talking to each other and stuff and <laughs> cracking-wise. Yeah. You've seen that one, Ross? Oh, yeah, episode oh, one. Oh, yeah. Jar Jar Binks, best character. Yep. <laughs> I, do like the, I do like the noise of the pod races, especially the one with the two things on it. It's like... Blah, 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 blah. Mm, that is good. That's my favourite pod race. So alien, so out there, so uh, beyond our human comprehension. What is this like? world? What is it? Like, they get underwater, there's a whole city down there. What's the chances? Eh? The Gungans, yeah. God. Never understood how Jar Jar Banks could swim that far. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lizard. He's an amphibian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with a Jamaican, <laughs> with a bad Jamaican accent. Yeah. What was also a bad stereotype. Anyway, let's just... Yeah, yeah. hey! Speaking of bad stereotypes... No, who? Not the wrestling. Uh, it's something else. What do you... Matthew, did you say what you thought? Are you New Day and Usos? Yeah. Possibly. Fair yeah, enough. because they've had so many matches. This is either going to be another one of those matches or they're going to go balls out and go, right, we're going to show why we are day one, why we have a name of a show named after us. Our Well, not us, but our thing that we say. Yeah, I think I think that could be a really good one. I'm, I'm worried about... I thought originally I was going to say the Fatal 4-Way, but that one will almost definitely have some dodgy booking in it. So I'll go for Lesnar and Roman. Final answer. Ross, what was yours? Uh, the main event when Austin Theory will win oh, the title. Yes, of course. Or when Samoan Zayn gets involved and beats up yeah. Brock Lesnar yeah. with the power of a Samoa pulsating through his veins. His Zanes. <laughs> End the podcast. In my Zane. <laughs> do you think that's all they do as well? It's like, why should I join up with you, Reigns, in your bloodline? You, nothing you can offer me. And Reigns goes, I can get your documentary finished. <laughs> all right, cool. I'll help you. Gets a new passport and everything. Fully commits to the gimmick, to Bruce Pritchard's liking. And the that... Pauses. Why is the pauses happening? I've got nothing to say. Oh. Good one, Ross. Cheers. There you go. Um, that, as they say, is that Jack's falling asleep, just like that watch on we've got coming yes. out. And <clears throat> why is he falling asleep? Why? Because there's so much stuff that Cole Hiker putting out these last few weeks. 
If you don't believe me, let's ask the man himself. Jack, what have you got in store for us until the next oh, podcast this about is a, the Colties? This is a tricky question because I, I'm confused by the schedule because from my point of view, we've just recorded loads of stuff, but I'm not sure when it's all going out. Just I keep see. an eye on the channel, everyone. Just keep, just keep an eye on the channel, you know? Um, unfortunately, there won't be any more Twitch streams with me and Owen for a bit because, you know, we've got Christmas to do and stuff. So, you know... But um, I keep an eye on the channel, loads and loads of stuff, and it'll all be fun. Ross? Several tier lists will come to the channel. The 10 biggest WTF moments for WE will come to the channel. The 10 biggest WTF moments for AEW in 2021 will come to the channel. I meant 2021 as well for WE. Uh, several surprise videos. <laughs> bit of the YouTube stuff. They also come to the channel, which we, we shot a while ago. Um, and lots of other things which I can't remember. <laughs> I've also I've remembered one thing actually. Uh, keep an eye on cultaholic.com to see uh, a few of our writers' nominations for the end of year awards. It's not the same as the Culties, but there's the categories are slightly different, some of them. But keep an eye on cultaholic.com as well for that. Matthew. Lovely. I have uh, various Tom-related things to be uh, getting stuck into when they finally emerge from whatever horrors that have been created in. I can't wait to listen and hear and see the response to them. I'm going to leave that ambiguous as possible because the more you know, the less the enjoyment. Oh, I know. Until then... It's enjoyable. That's That's what I'll say. People will like it. Oh, I hope so. Until then, I'd mind you all that you can, of course, send us your thoughts and queries and everything else to mailbag at cultaholic.com and vote for those fantastic three things that we've got for you on tap. Go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and a casual reminder that the Patreon producers, aka the best people in the world right now, Mark Leslie, Reno2200, Noah Anderson, and Akajua. Akajua. One day I'll get it, I swear to God. Uh, Akajua are our Patreon producers. They're all mint and Thank lovely. You. The rest of you are also meant and lovely, just not on the same level. And if you'd like to join all three of us, what we're going to point at, the camera, I guess. Uh, yeah. On the count of three, this has been Jack, this has been Ross, this has been me. We're going to look at the camera, point at it, and say the famous expression that we all know and love. One, two, three. Join Chickadee. us. Chickadee. Chickadee, come Tuesday. Come. Come Tuesday. <laughs> For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Mm-hmm.